Well, hello, folks. My name's Trevor, purveyor of the, the fine arts of the Fixie Playground. Mm-hmm. We, uh, we're back for another episode. This is episode 12, officially. And it is May 28th. And it's starting to get hot as balls, people. We're still not there yet. We're still not to the summer yet. And uh, the morning's already humid. And then when the humidity goes away around lunchtime, then it's like 89 degrees. If you think 89 degrees is bad, it's really not. Because in another month, it'll be like 98 degrees. It's still humid. This is Louisiana weather in a nutshell. So uh, I get to work outside in, in all of it. So um, I'm getting ready for ball sweat weather when I'm just going to be one massive, wet, sweaty behemoth. 98 degrees of swamp ass. 98 degrees of swamp ass. <laughs> Not to be confused with 98 degrees of van. Same but, thing. But very similar in uh, texture. It's the same thing. <laughs> Sonically, texturally. Uh, if you can't tell by now, my guest tonight has a very uh, familiar voice. Um, originally... I wanted to hold off on uh, round twos, but... Um, the guest's so nice, he was on twice. Yes, yes. I, uh, I put out the bat signal, the fixie signal, and uh, my good buddy here decided to answer the call when apparently nobody else did. <laughs> yes, yes. Go ahead and introduce yourself again. Uh, Travis Maxwell host and creator... Of the nightclub podcast. Yes. Getting French on you because we're Cajun French. We are Cajun French. And it is hot as balls. Yeah, he's been, he's been, um, I don't know <laughs> if I'd say fortunate enough, but, um, been working out in the, the stink weather. Mm hmm. And it's, it's, it's been fortunate, worse. dude. I've just done nothing but drop weight and build muscle mass. It's it's actually been yeah. beneficial in that, in that regard, but. You're slightly tanner. You know, that's nice. Who, me? Yeah, a little bit. I'm always this color. I know you are. I'm always just a bronze yeah. man. My so skin's kind of does that too. I don't know why. Bronze and going bald. Oh, are, are you going bald? Broke the like news it. here first. Not even on the. Shit, not even man, on my own show. Like it. you're, you're thinning out. Thinning out. I see. Okay. Yeah. It might just stay like that though. No. No. No, I think so. No, because um, all the men on my mom's side are bald. Oh, okay. my grandpa was bald. You. My Uncle Johnny is bald. And those for, for those of you listeners that don't know, uh, usually your hair genes pass through your mother's side. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Boo here thinks he might be uh, bald a couple years, but we'll see. I'm not. I'm, well, I'm not going to go bald. I'll realize that it's going to happen, mm-hmm. like for sure, for sure. Yeah. And then I'm just going to become Joe Rogan. That's what I'm talking about. Just shave it. And 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 what I mean is, I don't mean just shaving my head every day. I mean, I'm going to start hunting elk with a bow and arrow. <laughs> Are you going to go on a, a meat-only diet for like a couple months just to just to be able to shit your heart out? Just to see if Jordan Peterson was right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, no, I'm not going to do that. No. Oh, no, fuck that. I don't have an autoimmune issue, and I don't care to eat just meat. meat. Meat's good, but I meat like, is I like good. other stuff too. Yeah. So... Um, no, but I'm gonna fucking uh, buy a full replica of the werewolf from an American werewolf mm-hmm. in London, yeah. like Joe Rogan has. Yeah. Uh, probably just those two things. Oh, I might dude. work out a little bit, but probably not at a gym. You need to get you one of those saunas, bro. 
you know, I can't afford the things Joe Rogan can afford. Uh, well, yeah, but here in Louisiana, all you need is like a metal box. I just, just need to go outside. Like, <laughs> I'm already at a sauna every day yeah. of my life. Yeah. Yeah. So just stay outside a little bit longer every day. Go yeah, ahead and get the fucking uh, Purex and make sure that I'm... Uh, yeah. Wait, no, no, no. That's over down here. Yeah. We're done with that. COVID is Let me, over in Louisiana for the it most is. part. It is. And I made this observation kind of when it happened was when we had that last major hurricane last year. Because mm-hmm. we had three hit Louisiana last year, which is ridiculous to begin with. Lake Charles got devastated. There's, yeah, after Lake Charles, bro. They got flooded recently. Like, they're, they've been rebuilding, and mm-hmm. then they got flooded. Mm-hmm. Like, they just need a... I saw videos on Facebook yeah. of, of water just rushing into businesses yep. and... I was there during the, the cleanup mm-hmm. after that hurricane. Yeah, I was I was doing that with the company I was working for, mm-hmm. and uh, it it I had never been to a an area that had just been demolished. completely demolished by mm-hmm. Mother Nature. Yeah, I've never seen that with my own eyes. Even though I've lived here in Louisiana, and our areas have gotten fucked up, but their country, yeah, they don't look like a town or a city mm-hmm. like Lake Charles. And when you go through there and you see. It's like every, every time you ever see one of those videos where people are like, tornado just came through here and it plum wiped it out and mm-hmm. it looks like a bomb went off. Yep. They always say it looks like a bomb. It looks like a war zone. Yeah. That's exactly, exactly what it looked, what it looked like. like. Yeah. Everything's yeah. crazy, bro. Debris and destruction. Yeah. So around that time, um, right after that hurricane, because it was a late season hurricane, like hurricane season had technically ended and then we got hit with a hurricane. Mm-hmm. Which is just weird to begin with, you know, almost unheard of for that that time of the year. And um, it was like October, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like a quarter of my roof got pulled up. Oh, and we're just now fixing it now, and we're in uh, May going on. They should be done next week. So yeah. by by the beginning of June, my roof will finally have been fixed since October. Oh my god! And that's not because the companies are shitty. Well, the first company is shitty. <laughs> we went with here's the fucked up part. I know this is a tangent. We'll get back to the other thing. We replaced our roof, so it's a brand new roof. And this hurricane came in and, and tore up like a quarter of it. It's a brand fucking new roof, not even a year old. So we called the company that did the roof. Yeah. All right. So it's like, well, if we're you know they were already backlogged, but like we had our insurance money, we we're ready to go. So we waited two months on that company, two fucking months. They called us back and they're like, "We don't, we don't work with traders anymore." Boom. And, and I, like, Mary's the one. My wife Mary's the one who called them, and uh, she told me and I was just fucking. <laughs> I got mad and I hurt it, bro. Yes, because we both like because we put in our our insurance claim the day after. Like I want to say the storm hit on like a Friday. That Saturday. I like how these homies just quit the yeah. business. Yeah. Because no, that was too no. much. I think they had too much business, and they're like, we're no longer working on trailers. We're just going to work on houses now. I just want to think that they, they gave oh, up and moved out of state. I kind of wish, because then I could be less angry at them. Oh. But fuck them, because they're still here, and they're just <laughs> douchebags. Do you care and to say who they are? Uh, their name is Sibley. Oh, he says Sibley. it. Oh, fuck them. Like, they're lucky. Them. They're lucky I didn't call them and give them a Burger King-inspired email. Go ahead and let you know, bro. <laughs> I was so fucking mad. And it's because everyone, everyone got hit. Like there's everywhere you go, there's a roof torn off a house somewhere. 
I'm not the only one. Mm-hmm. So two months, they stole two months of time where I could have gotten somebody. Gotten somebody. And the result of that is, is here we are almost in June and my roof is just now getting fixed seven months later. Yeah. You need to become a roofer. I know. Then you oh, can just I thought about doing it. Just like, let me just buy the materials and say, fuck it. But then the next storm comes because I did a shitty job. <laughs> the whole roof goes. <laughs> I'm not going to do all that. I've got a supreme fear of heights. And for my job, mm-hmm. uh, I have to climb up on roofs oh, sometimes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm not happy about it. Yeah. I'm never happy about it. My nerves start to go in. And I'm like, fuck. So, so like, who, who do I have to slip a 22 in your company to get, like, internet out in Grand Prairie? Because, you know. I'm sure y'all could hook that up if y'all really wanted to. Uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> no, no, because I, I don't work for that company anymore. Oh. Yeah, no, I do. I do vinyl siding now. I didn't know that. Yeah. Didn't know that at all. Uh huh. So that's why. So I, that's why you're home. Yeah. Because when you told me you're home, that's why I dropped weight and everything. Oh really? Much more vigorous. Um, move, a lot more oh, fast paced yeah, yeah, moving yeah, around. Lifting, lifting and shit. A, a lot, just mm-hmm. a lot more, mm-hmm. and it, more repetition of yeah. doing. Those sort of things. I got you. So I've just been okay, and I've been doing um, some fasting during oh, the day. You yeah. like intermittent? Yeah. So you sixteen-hour intervals. Do you eat supper every night? Or yep. it's not bad. I thought about doing it. I used to skip breakfast, or or let me correct that. I skip lunch. Mm. So like, because at my my work, we'll work. And right now I'm working six to fours. I was working six to fives. We used to work seven to four. So we have like a nine o'clock break, a lunch break, and then like a 15 minute afternoon break. So I would eat at like the nine o'clock break and then just not eat until supper, mm-hmm. which is quite 16 hours. But I started losing weight just doing that. Yeah. Once so, you get used to that 16 hour gap, because the first like two or three days, you're going to get really hungry. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, your body's used to being fed three times a day yeah. at least. And then. After that, though, it just becomes normal. You're not even hungry, mm-hmm. so you don't even think about it. It adjusts, and then yeah. you could pretty much eat whatever you want when you eat. Yeah, I mean, I I would stay. I would say like go for healthier options. But yeah, I've I've kind of eaten. Obviously, like, I'm saying if you're gonna fill your, even if you overfill your stomach, you're probably not gonna hit the same amount of calories as you're gonna get if you were to eat heartily for three minutes. No, because my fat ass ate uh, a bowl of fettuccine and then this huge bowl of homemade uh, wild rice and chicken noodle soup mm-hmm. and I was so stuffed to the point I hadn't been mad at myself for a while about how much I <laughs> ate <laughs> and I was laying in bed just like groaning like, a, like oh shit I, I, had, I had to start watching how much I eat um, I don't know if it's the spring or what's going on but like my sinuses started acting up mm-hmm. and I get a lot of sinus strip into the back of my throat I mean, it lands right on my gag reflex in my throat. So you just walk around gagging so all over the place? If I eat too much? Like oh, if, his coworkers are like, look what Trev's yeah. thinking about what he was doing last night, gagging him <laughs> <on." laughs> up. That's right. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so, like, I have to not overeat, which is a good thing. Because if I overeat and then the gag reflex starts happening, I'm, like, throwing up outside. You know? I've got mad allergies every year, but this year, no effect randomly and some years are like that i get no seasonal allergies during the spring but then some years hits me so hard that i'm just Just ready to do like three pornos dude i (laughs) said hard i'm sneezing i'm sneezing (laughs) and and my eyes are itching and it's it it could be literal hell it Mm -hmm. could be Mm -hmm. all that being said 
um, our seasonal allergies, our rooftop issues, the storms that come and go in this stupid weather. Fuck you, Louisiana. And fuck you, Sibley. Yeah, fuck Sibley. Uh, Louisiana, kind of. The fuck food, your the, weather. The food's too good to, like, yeah. away. No, 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 but fuck your weather. Yeah, yeah, fuck your weather, like, wholeheartedly, especially when it comes to, like, the fall, because you can have all four seasons within that time span. Yeah. Easily. Like, you'll have a 100-degree day, and yeah. then the next day it's, like, 50 degrees outside and wet. You're just like, what? What the fuck? Can't plan for that. No. No, you can't. Was that uh, uh, fucking Andre 3000? Outcast? <laughs> yeah. You can paint a pretty picture, but you can't predict the weather. That's he was talking about Louisiana yeah. and that song. Yeah. He's been here, he, he knows. Oh yeah, he well, know. yeah. Motherfucker was passing through the bear, and he was like, <laughs> "It's hot on this side of town, and fucking rain, freezing cold yeah. on that side yeah. of town. Fuck yeah. this." You walk like a. It's the funniest story I always tell. Um, in high school, Brittany and I went. My dad was working in San Antonio, Texas, so we drove out there to go visit him for like two weeks, or a week, I think, and. I'm not even, and this is middle of summer. This is like July, oh. end of July, summer. But we're driving out there in her car, and I kid you not, as soon as we passed like the Welcome to Texas sign, the humidity <laughs> just disappeared. Oh. It was just gone. Even the humidity obeys <laughs> the state law, state boundaries. <laughs> I was like, what's going on? <laughs> it feels like it's 10 degrees cooler. And the funny thing, like, because we were in San Antonio, that's like West West Texas, you know, that's a. Shit, that's an eight, nine hour drive from where we are right now. Or Good old last year. You know? So, um, like, it was 110 degrees outside. I'd just be sitting on the porch chilling, sunlight and everything. I'm like, this isn't bad at all. That's it, was, it was just a dry heat, you know? That's sort of what it was like in Jersey. Mm -hmm. uh, from what I remember, I don't remember the, any real humidity. Like, I could be outside in the dead of. Jersey wasn't too bad. July or August yeah. and be like. You know, maybe sweating if you're moving around, mm -hmm. but but you don't feel like you're congested with heat. Like like down oh, yeah. it, down here, it feels it like feels you're fucking like oven, there's man. A, a fog enwrapping your body and just drawing the moisture out of it, <laughs> just like lathering like, imagine, you in a slick grease yeah, of your own fucking just, like, salt blowjob, but just like all over your pores. But it doesn't feel good. No, it's like it's, it's using teeth. Gun, like hard gums. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, no ditches, just hard gums. Gumming this shit out of you. And you're like, God damn it, yeah. Louisiana, you suck at sucking dicks. But but we make up for it with like great food. Yeah. So most people are nice down here. It's. You, you have your typical issues with society, but like. It's chill. People will. will for us. Yeah, people will who, who have no idea who you are will literally like pull you out of a ditch if you get into one. Sure. And stuff like that, you know. Yeah. Like it's, like yeah, we have our issues with racism, but like I just want to point out, like okay, so, and this again, it's not to brag, but like the Cajun Navy that Louisiana has, mm -hmm. and the major flooding that happened in like 2016 when Houston got bombarded and everything else. Yeah. All the people around here gathered all their boats and their four wheelers and drove out there. Yeah. Spent all their money, took off of work. Just to help shutter people, like shuttle people out of those flood zones yeah. and stuff like that. So, like, just want to let people know, like, people around here do care about other people, and they don't care about color that much. Like, you have reasons, obviously, but like that'd be really fucked up if you were like paddling by in a boat and the house is up to its roof in water, yeah. and the family's like, "Help us, help us!" and they look, guy looks over and they're like, black, and he's like, 
Keep on rolling there, yeah. Jethro. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no yeah. one here names Jethro. <laughs> yeah, no, that's uh, likely not to be but, the case. But I just want to point out, like those, all those people are most likely like they were Trump supporters. Even if they were so, racist, they'd still go save them. I probably think. so. I think it's their racism is weird. Yeah, it's just I like pe- no. But, I mean, it's true. There's people in Louisiana that like they'll talk racist because yeah. to you because you're white, and they're yeah. like, oh, I guess I can just say this to you. Which is odd. I usually too, do say too, like I don't drive that way, man. By yeah. the by the way, and yeah. then that'll sometimes kind of make people those people put off. Fuck but yeah, I'm like fuck them. Yeah. But they'll talk all that. But when, if you see them interact with anyone who's not a white, mm-hmm. they'll <laughs> a white person, a white, a white. Yeah. Uh, they'll treat them like anyone else, and I'm like, you're a fake racist. Yeah. <laughs> You don't even have the balls to like be racist. Be racist, then you stupid ass. Yeah. You gonna fucking sell all this shit to me? Which I, go I'm, get your ass kicked. I'm kind of happy about it though, because like, and like their children probably won't be racist. No, the generations I hope uh, are no, I'm pretty that sure out. it's dying. It's yeah. I know for a fact. Like my family, it's it, if there was any, it's dead with me regardless. So. I think those oh, my parents my parents weren't racist though. Like my parents taught me to, to judge a person by their their actions and their deeds and yeah. who they are, and not by the color of their skin. Character, man. So and like for some people, even that would be kind of crazy because my parents were, I mean, they were young in the in the eighties, you know, seventies, eighties. So I imagine there was some pressure to be racist back then in Louisiana. <laughs> in Louisiana, sure. maybe. Um, yeah, I, so. I think I think the the last gasp. Of I'm hoping this is my hope. Yeah, that the last gasp of this, what's hiding in the woodwork racism mm-hmm. that was, like was with Trump. Yeah, all the no, I'm not sitting here saying it was him. I'm saying well, all no, the people that came fair. out. It's fair. Yeah. Yeah, 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 that came out like, oh well, fuck it, he's the president now. I yeah, can be I as can racist as crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like I hope that you were all exposed mm-hmm. for being silly yeah. and childish. And now it just can slowly downright ignorant and stupid. Like, yeah, and now it can it can just not. Well, I say slowly because it's incremental with humans. Let me. I'll go ahead and say this. I hope their children end up getting a black person pregnant or get pregnant by a black person. Yeah, and they can deal with having mixed race grandchildren. Yeah, they're gonna have we to. We will find out how shitty you really are. They're gonna have to either a love that baby or yeah. real, or realize yeah. and accept and live their life as a fucking piece of shit. Yeah. If they I don't just, want anything to do with that baby. How, yeah, I don't know how you can convince yourself that that's not a person. Fuck you, sibling. Yeah, fuck you, sibling. I don't know if they're racist, <laughs> but fuck them. They probably are. Now they are. They sure. are now. <laughs> <laughs> we're just, we're just, just, we're just made a racist. <laughs> fuck those bitches. <laughs> fuck them and their thick fries. <laughs> what? <laughs> 30 reference. Oh, okay. I was like, what? I got lost in the I went. I went too deep. In the in the double entendre joke, <laughs> too deep. <laughs> too deep. <laughs> but, but uh, nah, man. The, the younger generations are best, definitely more hip to just being like, "Oh, you're a person. Yeah, okay. I'm gonna treat you like a person." Yeah. Um, and I hope it continues that way. I, do I ever think? Do I think racism will ever be gone for good? No. Human nature dictates it's gonna probably form, but I'll not when everyone be, looks like a fucking piece of oh, caramel. I hope, so. I hope so. Yeah. I can't wait. A bald piece of caramel like on South well, Park. <laughs> yeah. I mean, in all fairness, we're we're examples of gen- genetic variation. We both have dark eyes, dark color, um, hair, and our skin tones are definitely not gender white. And so... 
<laughs> now we're taking shots at the gingers because they're white and we can make fun of them. Soulless pieces of shit. They ain't got soul. Dude, I've worked with one. He ain't got a soul. I know he doesn't. That's what I'm saying. You know what's fucked up? What? I, I can't say this on the show. Never mind. I mean, all I'm saying is, is we've poor- talked we talk about Dennis Manuel and he was a ginger. The poor, the poor guy I worked with just lost his grandpa. Oh, yeah. Okay. What's, his, what's his grandpa ginger, though? Fuck him. <laughs> so fucked up. That was great. No, that poor guy, dude, he's mourning right now. Oh, he's shit. mourning. I feel slightly worse, but it's still not enough. <laughs> you can do this because. The fire crotches just they don't have any any divination inside. Yeah, no, there's he, no he soul really there's no part of God or the no, universe in yeah, them. He's, he's active. <laughs> they were created they were created as mimickers. They just mimic <laughs> humanity and they but they feel real. Mm-hmm. But they're not. Yeah, they don't realize that they're like genetic cockroaches, so No. Yeah. That goes for all you Irish people. <laughs> I'm poor Irish. And Scottish. <laughs> Trevor's a mimicker. Yes. I, well, I'm not ginger though, so No, you're not. My yeah. my genetics overcame I stole someone's soul. Like my ancestors stole enough souls to win. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> I'm, I'm not a ginger. Is that how that works? Like I think that's how it works now. So, so the gingers go around that's stealing canon. souls. That's life canon now. Oh, yes. Ginger canon? Yeah, ginger canon. <laughs> In the annals of the ginger history. The sacred tome dictates if you take enough souls. The red history. <laughs> <laughs> Of the ginger tones. <laughs> the ginger tones. Oh, it's a way well, yeah, it'd be in the books. No, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. You get, you get what I'm yeah. talking about. Oh, so, bro. Um, but but soul robber. I think the whole point of, of that great uh, dialogue was that um, because I have dark hair and dark eyes, somewhere along the genetic lines, we had a little bit of color in our family. Uh oh. <laughs> yeah. Well, no. It's that's that's basically. Um, you, you you hashtag me toot or something just now. I don't know what you just did, but yeah, you can't say that word too, anymore. You, what what? You can't say color. Oh, uh, I don't care. Yeah. Um, no. Well, I, I don't. I don't either because I know you're not a yeah, a, I, a piece of shit. Well, I didn't say colored. I said color to our skin. I know, but I'm making a point to the same. listeners. Okay. The fact that someone's not, not a piece of shit, and so they say a phrase, and you just decide. Mm-hmm. Because they said a thing that people have said before that also weren't trying. Look, if it, again, bro, you mean context? That's yeah, a thing called context. It's just lost on people. Yeah, and they don't care to try to find it either. Yeah. They'd rather just knee jerk and and judge you into the ground. Mm-hmm. Look, I'm not saying because it really hasn't happened to me. Um, I was talking to Mr. Watson uh, about this. Mm-hmm. He, he's another horror podcaster mm-hmm. and. He's like, how do you how do you guys get away with saying some of the shit you do on the nightclub? And I'm I'm like, besides the fact that we don't give a shit. Besides uh, the fact that we don't give yeah, a shit, yeah. we also no one tells us anything. Well, <laughs> no also, one gets mad. Okay, so but, 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 I think whoever's listening to us gets it. Like, they understand. like you're not coming from a place of any kind of negativity at all. We're just trying to have fun. Unless man. you're talking about Sibley and then fuck them, they're racist. Fucking racist ass um, piece of but, shit roofing company. But, but um, no, I, I definitely think if you're genuine and we're, sincere with what you say. You're going to get a, a uh, what's that letter called? A cease and desist. Not a cease and desist, but you're going to get like a, a slander. slander shit. <laughs> I mean, all right, dude. What, the, I mean, download know. this episode while you can. Yeah. Oh, no, it's not going away. And then spread it. Oh, you won't even. No. 
free speech, bitch. You should have fixed my roof. You should have fixed my roof. Like, if you want to, okay. Discrimination. Apparently, you hate people who have trailers. And yeah. also black people. And black people. Yeah. So, I've, I've heard. I mean, I've heard this. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm just letting people yeah. know what I've heard. Yeah. You be the judge. Mm-hmm. Exactly. But <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I think it's kind of like blackface. You know, like all these all these like actors who did blackface like 20 years ago when it was socially acceptable. I don't think it was 20 years ago. Okay, either. let me put it this way: there wasn't any kind of voice saying don't do this. I think the only person who did it that I can recall was Whoopi Goldberg's boyfriend at the time, Tony Danza. Fucking, um... Because she told him to. Mm -hmm. And people got mad at him. Mm -hmm. And then she explained that, no, I told him to. I thought it would be funny. And then they let him be because she stepped in and said for him... Okay, Okay. yeah, but like Robert Downey Jr. in Tropic Thunder. I don't consider that blackface. That is blackface. Well, let me put it this way. Blackface is when meant it, to be derogatory. You're right. But he was doing a performance. No, but these days, it doesn't matter. Context doesn't matter. If you paint your face a different color to portray any kind of person, yeah. you are now a racist. Oh, how come people are mad at that chick from Aliens, Vasquez? I don't know. Because she, she was white, but she was playing uh, Hispanic. Yeah. Look, I don't want people to go fucking storm her and, and, and uh, fucking yell at her because... She was awesome in that movie, mm-hmm. but that's part of it. It's called a performance. Yeah. Okay. Al Jolson was fucking being derogatory, mm-hmm. and and he was racist. Well, context again, context. Jimmy Fallon did black blackface. When did he do that on SNL? I think, I think like ten years ago on SNL. I don't know if it was SNL. If SNL did, did blackface, I, did, I, think, I don't think it, it might not have been SNL, but I think it was one of his kids. I know he did it. Even if it was they NBC, tried, they tried to cancel him, and he was like, I mean, that was ten years ago, like. What, am I guilty for everything I've ever done always? Like, no. It's stupid. Um, People don't change, so you're always guilty. Yeah. Yeah, or like, I got in a debate with somebody. This teacher did blackface to teach about African history. So, like, do I think the paint was excessive? Yeah. Definitely. I wouldn't do that. <laughs> I wouldn't do it either. But, but at could the it same be time, fun for the kids? And maybe you're first trying off, to... it is fun for the kids. Um... She dressed in full, authentic African garb mm-hmm. for this history week that she did on Africa. It's not like she's going to be able to like fly in some African so, bitch and be like, can you do, be a part of I, this class? Yeah, program? Like I said, do I, do I think it was over, like, you don't need to paint your face. Just put the African garb on. But like, look, maybe she got into it. Maybe she was like, look, I really want these kids to be okay with, with this different color of skin. Yeah. Maybe if I show them that I'm wearing this different color of skin and it's okay, like they won't have it, you know. Who knows the rationale? But like, the point, a, like a like a naive but innocent yeah, perspective, yeah, she yeah. was trying to. And, and sometimes people don't think about that. Like yeah. it might not even be in her mind that it might have been offensive, offensive at all. She might have been like, "Oh, this is a great idea. Like I can get the kids involved. It can be interactive. Like this is a great teaching tool, and it, it is a great teaching tool." The the problem is, is people look on it negatively, even though the context of the situation was that she was trying to do something positive. And educate. That's going back to the knee jerk culture, dude. Yeah. That's yeah. there again. I, we're and we're now we're spinning we're spinning our wheels on this, but we're it's 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 it, it is it's what it there. is. It's, it's there. there. It's that's it's, what it's it is. Prevalent. It's people don't um, fucking care about the context of a situation. People, people these days are looking for a reason to be to be pissed off all the time. I really feel like that all like, the time. Like and, and I've said it before. I'll say it again here. Like 
if you go around looking for something, you're going to find it. Fuck yeah. Whether or not it's actually what you're looking for, that might be besides the point. Seek it out on the dark web and you'll really find it. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah. Talk about like some faces of death shit there. Oof, even better. <laughs> <laughs> Stuff that'll give you fucking nightmares. You know, you, you know what? Don't worry about the color of anyone's skin yeah. because when you get fucking blown the fuck open... You're all red inside. Yeah, that's true, true. So, look, man. Except for me, I'm like slightly magenta. All right. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> no, you're right because that's part of your old your old ginger de- genetics. Yeah, yeah. We're it gonna, comes out a little bit, <laughs> dude. How? I'm I'm seriously trying to think of a scenario where people would get mad like. You can't talk about gingers like this. Do, do, do. And I'd be like, bruh, I know some people that are ginger that would laugh at this shit. So, like, Sean, who's episode four? He's going to be listening to this, right? He's a ginger. Sean? And you have no soul. Yeah. But, like, we, I worked with him in Chili's. Like, it's the ongoing joke. And he takes it in stride. Now, he jokes with me, too. So, you know. That's like me being short my yeah. whole life. It's never gone away. I was called Peanut and Toto today. Mm-hmm. I'm five foot four for any listeners. Just the little dog on the uh, oh, balls. Okay, I got you. Yeah, uh, it's, so I'm I'm 32 years old, or I'm about to be 32, basically, and 32. So I'm 32 years, mm-hmm. and I would say probably a good 20, fucking eight of them. Not really, like more like 20, 25. I've been made fun of for my height, mm-hmm. bro. At this point, and maybe it's just my perspective, I've embraced it. And I go with the joke, and guess what? It doesn't make people who are trying to maybe, because that's how people joke around. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. People who are trying to create a little bridge of humor there with you. Mm-hmm. Well, well, and don't they shut might, it down. They might be testing the waters too, because especially maybe yeah. it, maybe it's a southern thing. Like, because if you all field or construction around here, like they're gonna poke and prod at you to see how you react. Yeah. And if you act in a good way, well, then they're cool with you. But yeah. if you act like a little bitch, well, then they're not cool with you. Because when you go to work and when your work is brutal, you want to have as good a day as possible. Mm-hmm. And if part of that day is you're able to cut up and joke around yeah. while you're doing this hard-ass work, it really helps if someone on your, on the crew or part of the team isn't a, yeah. isn't Look, so man. overly sensitive. I almost call them one little puss holes. But if they're not overly sensitive mm-hmm. – well, look, there's, <laughs> the there's, there's people who are, are task-oriented, and they get into the work, and, and they want to get the work done. That's fine, and but, you notice that about yeah, their personality. You let even, them do. Because even me at work, like I, I'm quiet most of the time to myself. Now, some of that's due to the fact when I was in Fushon, I worked nights by myself for several years. Fushon! Yeah. So, like, I'm just used to being quiet, and I get my work done. But then, like now, I start joking and, and having a good time with you know with my coworkers, so they, they realize like, oh, okay, he's cool dude, you know. Because when you're a quiet person, for some reason, people just get the wrong vibe off of you. Yeah, it happens to me all the time. Only because you're quiet. Happens to me all yeah. the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, don't be afraid to joke around or, or try to take anything to heart because they're probably just pushing your buttons just to fuck with you. Uh-huh. And then once they realize that like you're cool, they're still gonna fuck with you, but. You can fuck with it back, and then, like, now it's just a rapport you have. That's it. And it's friendly. It's all friendly. It's not meant to, to be mean or spiteful or hateful. And if anyone is, generally they don't last long. That Well, and but the, the whole fun rapport and being able to poke fun at each other for our shortcomings that make us noticeable and make us individuals, 
Let's extrapolate on that. Yeah. Expand it out to the wider world and everyone calm the fuck down. Yeah. Just like, calm down, man. If they ever piss you off, just, just whip your dick out and be like, this is what I got. That wouldn't be inappropriate at like a funeral. Yeah, so if, Will the, if the dead person made you mad, <laughs> so you go there, it's like, yeah, I'm going to pay my respects right on all that right. Casket, just... just right on their face. Wow. Oh, right shit. On their dead <laughs> face. <laughs> Their mom's sitting there crying and shit. <laughs> You're just like... Damn, that's even worse. They yeah. died before their mother. Well, it happens. It and, that, happen. and, that, and that's going to be the worst thing. The worst thing I think I'd ever feel in my life. Okay. So if I die before you, like, I definitely want you to not put it on my face, but just like on my casket. No, I'm not going to do that. Oh, that's uh, my dying wish. If that's your dying <laughs> wish, wish, then if I If I would. die before everybody else, I want like a seven-day party. Or at least like a two-day party. I could, I could, I could see, man. See, you need to put that in writing though, because yeah. if I show up partying and oh, everyone no, else there is looking happen. at I'm me, gonna, look, I'm gonna put it in writing. But, but like my wife and everyone else, I've always told them, like one, I want to be cremated. Mm-hmm. Okay, ain't nobody need to build a coffin big enough to fit my fucking ass, and it's not just fat; it's tall. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and. I don't want it to be like a morning situation. Like I don't like funerals. I don't like church things. Just look, burn me, put me in the urn, and then put me on a mantle, and y'all party around it. Okay, two things. Yeah, I think this will improve it a little bit. Okay. Yeah. So you'll still get cremated. Yeah. But we do need to build a big ass coffin and have you there in the physical uh-huh. to party around. Mm-hmm. Because I think it would just kind of honestly. I think, I think they have showcase casket. Like they have, like it's like a poor man's coffin where it's literally just like plywood. They dress it up. Yeah. Put it and then they cremate after. It ain't gotta be fancy, man. Yeah, 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 you, yeah. Your family can keep all that money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we do get an Elon Musk Tesla SpaceX flamethrower. Mm-hmm. Oh fuck yeah! And that's, that's how we ignite about. you. We cremate you. I'm about that life. On a river. Oh shit! Like a Viking. Yeah. The Viking you I'm are. Cool with that. And and shoot arrows at, at your body <laughs> as you burn. I don't know why we're still shooting. Why not? The flamethrower and the arrows. Yes. <laughs> and the arrows, the arrows <laughs> aren't even lit. No. They're just fucking hitting me. just throwing shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and it, it's not a morning situation. It's an evening party. <laughs> it's even better. So it's at night. It. Oh, yeah. So it's like a yeah. – and it's a luau, too. Mm-hmm. We'll get, like, lays – Oh yeah, and they'll get be, laid. They'll be just nothing but like French toast, <laughs> French toast, uh, French bread. Yeah, and yeah. Gatorade and pizza. Yeah. Oh shit, <laughs> that's slightly over crispy pizza. Exactly. <laughs> but but we'll also have a a big stuffed. I'm gonna feel bad that you're missing out on all this. Why don't we do it before you die? I mean, technically, as per my beliefs, I'll be there in spirit. Yo, okay. <laughs> so I would, man. It would be cool to be okay. If I know I'm dying, yeah, we can do all that. Yes. But if, but if it, I mean, I can get hit by an airplane tomorrow on my way, like mowing my grass, you know. See, you know, I feel like, and don't don't don't, don't get me wrong. I'm I'm speaking completely as an idiot right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and okay, I feel like if I got. A terminal illness. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna pinpoint one because I'm not. I'm not trying to make anyone out there feel yeah. bad about yeah, something yeah, that yeah. they might know or be going through or know someone's going through it. Yeah, for real. But <laughs> if I got cancer, <laughs> I said one anyway. Yeah. If I had ter- terminal cancer, like Walter White, mm-hmm. I would sell meth. No, I would. I would plan a. Hey guys, let's all get together and go do this fun thing. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't have to be in a celebration of me. 
but this is my last hurrah mm-hmm. because I know it's coming to an end. Yeah. Yeah. And then after that, at the in the midst of the the, the joy and revelry of that party of a big fun party we're having in, mm-hmm. in, in the mountains, I would sneak away and I'd go fight a bear. I've always wanted to fight a bear. And that would be <laughs> if I dive the bear's mm-hmm. claw and tooth. At least you went out like a beast. Well, I went out nature's way yeah. and then I'm going to be recycled. Yeah. I'm not going to say this is going to be fun. No, no uh, there's nothing fun about getting eaten. You know, no, and they don't, good. they start with your stomach. Yeah. Yeah. You might not die first. Mm-hmm. If it's they better than hyenas. Hyenas eat you from like the asshole forward. <laughs> they, they quite literally start at your ass. I might like that. No. Uh, <laughs> for like maybe a second. <laughs> for one second. they bite too hard. They're right? laughing and shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But if I survive the bear fight, then I'm going to come back with the fucking bear head. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to be like, look what I did. And you're sacrificing it to the gingers to try to get another soul. <laughs> <laughs> All in support of you, Manuel. <laughs> if you ever hear this. Oh, shit. You deserved it. <laughs> no. <laughs> I hope everything's going good, bro. Yeah, me too. He's a good dude. He's, he's doing good in life. That's far. Last time I noticed. Nice. I think I'm Facebook friends with him, so. Yeah. I check every once in a while. It's good that someone with, with no future in the afterlife is doing really good in this one thing they have. <laughs> Damn soulless fucks. Poor. We should pity the. <laughs> I mean, they, we're, we're going way too pity the gingers yeah. hashtag pity the gingers hashtag fix these playgrounds <laughs> no, no we can't make hashtag, our podcast official hate group ha- hashtag there were coloreds in my history <laughs> do not hashtag that shit no. I mean if you go far back enough we're all African that's right that's so. right so take that you racist fucks you One bitch of, yeah you Pangea motherfucker. Pangea didn't care about nothing. No. Because guess what? It was one gigantic landmass. Yep. All together. Yep. We need fuck <laughs> boundaries and states yeah. and everything. Yeah, let's just mush all the continental plates back together. And then we can all be Look, I guarantee you if we went to Elon by Elon, hey bro. We, it we need to Yeah, we need to put all the countries <laughs> together. Like, I got you, bro. <laughs> Hold my beer. Like, hold on, hold on. Let me go buy some more uh, Dogecoin real quick. <laughs> after that, I'll uh... hold my joint. Yeah, Joe yeah. Rogan's joint. Yeah, Joe Rogan's joint. Oh, he Mike, Mike Tyson's joint from he, Joe Rogan. He was on to. Oh, really? I don't know. It was I a Tyson weed jo- joint. I know Rogan has some of Tyson's weed, and it's like good weed. So I want to try some of Tyson's weed. I think it would be good. I've I don't never, know. I don't, I don't, I've never done weed, so I don't know. But Louisiana's I, I, fucked, and it's illegal here. I think they're about to pass a bill that allows smoking, but I don't know if it's for medicinal purposes. I think they already have the medicinal one. They have the medicinal. I just don't know if it's it's. There's something about smoking, and they were they're talking about it in Louisiana Congress. And I was like, are they making it legal? Legal? They were like, man, we gotta make this legal yet or what? All I'm saying is, is Louisiana's economy is like ninety percent oil filled, and we're a bunch of farmland. So I don't understand. Like instead of planting rice, grow some of that ganj, and then create some fucking jobs, hemp, hemp paper mills. Lots of job, jobs. Yeah. Okay. 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 So can hate on before we started the podcast. We were talking about Bezos and and hating on him, but like <laughs> respecting his his hustle. Um, it's a bloodthirsty but, hustle. But have you seen the Amazon warehouse in Karen Crow? No, bro. It's massive. 
walking around the entire thing is probably at least a mile. Wow. So it's the size of our hometown. Pretty much. It's it's fucking huge. God damn. Okay, it's probably not that big, but like I feel like if you were to walk from one corner and then walk all the way around back to that corner, it'd probably be a mile. Yeah, no, I got you. Yeah. Like, yeah. but that that and I think yeah. Mamu like is one have, square mile. Yes, yes, and like, cause there's there's a FedEx building in front of it, and it's fairly new. It's like maybe five. Years I know old. where the FedEx building is. Okay, now the FedEx building's big, right? Yeah, you could probably fit like four to six FedEx buildings in this Amazon place. <laughs> wow. So, and I know you listeners can't understand, but just go look up Amazon warehouse and see what it shows you. This place is fucking humongous. Yeah. And, and, look, and watch when you stumble look, into um, um, employees talking about how they get treated. Yeah. I'm, I'm all about it, though, because it will be jobs, even if they're shitty jobs. Like, that's a lot of jobs. Yeah. Yay. That's a lot of taxes for Amazon. For the area. Uh-huh. Um, and, and, you know, thank you, AOC, for being a dumb bitch and scaring Amazon away from New York City or New York. So I would trade the Amazon factory or whatever the fuck warehouse for the hemp farms. I mean, why not both? A bunch at this, of teg- at this point, we have one. I don't mind having the other. A bunch of integrity farms. Look, man, I'm not. I, I use Amazon too. I'm not. I'm not gonna sit here and, and uh, front. But I mean, there's an issue with the large corporations. Well, fuck them, right? So, like, I have that issue too. But people are willing to give that up for convenience, especially extremely convenience. Yeah. things. That's Walmart all over again. Pretty but, much. But Amazon, yeah. online, version. a more efficient version. And Walmart's trying to compete. Yeah. Well, Which, they, honestly, I, they need to compete because you need to keep them attacking each other. It's not going to happen. Probably not. And then behind the, the, the competing doors, or, well, in front of the compete competition, mm-hmm. com- competition, yeah. they're behind the door there where they go and they smoke the cigars and they drink the yeah. brandy. Mm-hmm. They're both like, yes, I believe we shall. Oh, see, see, secretly, what no one knows is Jeff Bezos' birth certificate says, Jeff Walmart Bezos. Jeff Walton. <laughs> I thought you were going to say Jeff Walton. I oh. like how it was Jeff Walmart Bezos. <laughs> Jeff Walmart Bezos, straight up. They changed it. They're like, we're Walmart now. There's no more Walton. Is it just me, or does Jeff Bezos look like um, Paul, was it Paul Shear, the guy that played the keyboard for David Letterman's band? Yeah, he does kind of look like does him. He does kind of yes. look like him, right? Yes. It's so crazy that his wife divorced him and got like $60 billion. He don't care. And he doesn't, but it's still crazy that you could just be like you one day, and then like now you're just an official like a lone billionaire. I mean, look, dude, I agree with it I because don't, she she probably put up with his shit for like decades. <laughs> so to me, when you're on that level, mm-hmm. that multi-billionaire oh, yeah. level, yeah, 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 yeah. if you're married and the dude is like just a, an a ultra alpha mm-hmm. kind of person mm-hmm. which you probably have to be to get to that point oh, yeah. i don't think you oh, even yeah. walked on and get to a billionaire status no, there's there's a certain kind of person that does that yeah that kind of business and they don't care about people i think most of them probably most of them because right. i think a, a lot it's been proven that a lot of ceos are actually could be classified as socio or psychopaths mm-hmm. yeah so i could buy into that all that being said, he's probably just filling his own ego. I mm-hmm. mean, and it, sometimes it takes like gigantic yachts to fill that hole, but but there's never enough for some people. Well, and he probably told his wife, "Listen, bitch." I think he cheated on her though. I'm gonna do what yeah. I want. Yeah. Either you're with it or you're not, and I don't care. Because right? look, all the money and shit I'm giving yeah. you. That's yeah. he. I rationalized yeah. that. 
I wonder I'm, again, speculate. Yeah, I wonder if it's like the supreme amount of work ethic that those kind of people have, the drive to, to be successful and to actually be able to carry it out. Because like, like I was talking with, with, with Sean about this because I rehashed that episode today. I listened to it. And like, I mean, those CEOs are working 80, 100 hours a week easily. Even yeah. Elon Musk was like, if you're not working 100 hours a week, you're not doing it right. They're all Palpatines. Yeah. They will work as hard as they can and devise as much as they can and cut as many throats as they can yeah. to continue Business to amass world, power. Because money equals power in our current paradigm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that's all but, they're going after. And like a $300 million yacht or whatever is basically just a direct representation of that power. Yeah. But I also wonder if it's like they have such a drive to work that when they want to play, they play big also. Like oh. there's, there's no like – I'm going to go take a break. Like, it's like, no, I'm going to go buy a $300 million yacht and fucking party my ass off. They, they get so into it that they buy private islands where they fly other influential mm-hmm. rich people out, mm-hmm. out there to it so they can gain influence over them by recording them fucking kids. Yeah. Oh, wait. Oh, look. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, no, no. I don't no, think – there's, there's, there's no way anybody would have a painting of a president in a blue dress hanging – on their mantle. It would never have. It would. Ne- you'd never find a place where there's this mysterious temple with fucking elevator shafts or whatever the fuck or stairwells in it that lead to who knows. Mm-hmm. Hasn't been released by the FBI after being investigated. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's fake. It's fake. fake. Fake news. Yeah. Fake news. Man. I wonder what fucking Bill Gates is up to. Because his wife is leaving him. I wonder why all these women are leaving all these mega rich billionaires. I don't know. And, and Bill Gates always came off as like a nice guy. Did he? Well, okay. So like in his will, he set up trust for his kids. And each kid would have like so many million dollars. You need to continue that legacy. So, but here's the thing. He's a billionaire a hundred times over and he's only giving his kids millions of dollars. On the surface. On the surface. There's probably back channels that they're going to get like a lot so. more money. But in his will, he was giving the rest of his wealth to charity when he died. Got to scratch a lot of bags. Billions of dollars to charity when he dies. So it kind of gives good good guy, you know, The good vibes. guy appearance. Yes. Yeah. Now, whether or not he was actually that, like, you start to kind of question, because, like, why he's a good guy? Like, what happened with his marriage? Like, why is his wife leaving him now? Like, what's the deal with the microchips? Like. I don't know anything about the microchips. I'm being honest no, because I, I, I think, haven't. I think it's it's typical um, conspiracy theory. Just going off. Like, just going off. It personally. But. If they found that, that would be epic. Yeah. But Alex I do Jones have to question like, like, throw up in his own face uh, and be like, I told you all so much. He would have another stroke. So. Yeah. He had a stroke? I don't know. I don't think he did. But he would, oh, he would have a stroke. Yeah, he, he would. He had some kind of issue. I forget what it was. Something. Divorce. Oh, well, definitely. He had a big divorce. A big, ugly divorce. Imagine. That he won. Got to point that out. Okay. Got to point that out for all the people out there. Look, Alex Jones is crazy. Mm-hmm. But Alex Jones is also not crazy sometimes, and he's right a lot more than you would think. The I like problem is his is crazy. His crazy offsets his rightness sometimes. Yeah, it's like oh you you were right about that, but you're certifiably insane. <laughs> I like how mad he is. I like. Oh, it. it's entertaining. There's no question. I, I I like it. I like it vicariously. Like I feel like yeah. sometimes when he's like he gets really red. Yeah, his face he, puffs up. Like he gets red. You put, can't. Like, he's putting on a little bit of a show. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, but I also think he's he's an aggressive alpha guy. 
Yeah. And, like, he does generally get angry about this stuff. He's just jealous he didn't become Bezos. Oh, That's okay. all it really Probably. is. He's yeah, like, what the fuck him? He's just mad YouTube kicked him out. He was like, you fucking bitches. Yeah, I, I, and see, I haven't followed him in so long. Other than his appearances on Rogan, yeah, I haven't followed much of the shit. I mean, Once I he became I a never big really watched him, but Trump guy, I was like, this is weird because yeah. you've never been part of the establishment, Alex. Uh, I don't I don't know what happened. I don't I never really listened to him. All the news I get about him is funneled through Joe Rogan. <laughs> Pretty much. He's an all right guy. <laughs> he's fun to hang well, out with. <laughs> he, I'm sure he's entertaining, and I do like believe that he's a good person. Yeah. He's just off the wall fucking crazy. <laughs> and that's fine. Like sometimes it's fun to have those kind of people in your life. Why the hell did we bring up Alex Jones? Because we're talking about Bill Gates oh. and the good guy persona. Speaking of Bill Gates and how Paul Shear and Bezos resemble each other, I think Bill Gates kinda looks like a weird Woody Allen. Like a like they both look like him and Woody Allen look if similar. Woody Allen had hair? Yes, hair doesn't he? Yeah. Yeah, they kind of look similar. So I, I, I mean, you know, look, I'm not looking at pictures of both of them. I'm just I'm going off the mental. Mm -hmm. Maybe they just give off the same vibe. Like fucking their kids. Because yeah. that's what that's what Woody Allen did. Yeah. She was his adopted kid. Adopted kid. Yeah. And and then she turned 18, and they're like, "Oh, hey, we're out in the open now." Yeah. That's some fucking. Uh, so if you don't think grooming and other things weren't going on before, yeah, that's some Elvis Presley shit. That is some Elvis shit. Elvis, on the other hand, had the respect. Well, her her parents consented to it, but that doesn't make it right. It doesn't. But at, again, context of the times in the fifties, that shit was happening everywhere. It didn't oh, matter oh, if he was a celebrity right. or not. Wait, wait, wait. And I'm not saying it was cool because of it. I'm just saying he to, was to, doing to what break, happened. To break all that down, um, I don't judge people. From the past that didn't understand what the fuck they were doing. Yeah, like Lovecraft, like, up, racist. Yeah, up until, <laughs> well, like even like like the the marrying young thing. Ain't nobody understood how the fucking brain worked five hundred years ago. Like they were basically like, look, if it bleeds, it's old enough. Yeah. And then we came to realize mentally, even though physically it's old enough, mentally they're not. If it bleeds. <laughs> it's true. No, I mean, no, it's the way you said it. It's so weird. Like, it's like. If there's grass on the field, like, oh, play yeah, ball. Yeah. Like, she's a princess and we need to, we need to, you know, bond these, our two countries together. And she just had her moon blood. So, like, she's good to go. Oh. So, I'm like, really? So, like, all you have to do is just be able to get pregnant. And then, like. You're old enough. Forging kingdoms with that vagina. So, so weird. But my, my point was, is with our advanced society, we understand the mental capacity to give consent is not as soon as you can bleed. It's a lot older. Yeah. But also, on the flip side, maybe we need to start arranged marriages again between nations and we can eventually get everyone on the same page through the Pudani. Like, 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 <laughs> the like, problem with that is we don't have a reigning leader to tie, make ties like who, Biden, Biden's who would you sell on does he have a Biden? daughter he probably does she's probably like 50 Biden's like 100 now <laughs> I mean, yeah. well we can just sell her off and she'll be like come on man and then she'll be in another country saying that and you know or we could uh, sell off uh, give a dowry and all that with the yeah. uh, fucking what's Trump's daughter's name uh, Ivanka sure yeah yeah because her wife his wife's Melania any one of them Ivanka Trump or the Kardashians, they're American. Please royalty. let's 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 leverage them off like 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 right now. Also really smart people. 
Like, now that would be an interesting prospect. What the problem with all that is is you're taking away individual agency, and it's you, just a, you just a few people. That, we do it already. We have a jail. Jail is full of people. Oh, I know. We, we we've removed their agency for nothing more they than don't, a, they don't care about that. It's women, bro. If you're a woman, your your agency means more than anything else. Oh, we'll do it to men then. Oh, okay, that's fine. We'll just okay. gay marry every shit. prince in the world <laughs> to each other, and we'll all be together. Well, well, I think if America just uses men and all the other countries uses women because they don't give a shit. Yeah, it would work. All right. Damn, did we just put ourselves back on top? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, bro. <laughs> that's how you that's how you use diplomacy. <laughs> Do you even fucking diplomacy, bro? Bro, like, I'm not even saying shit right. Just go to Putin and be like, bro, got this fine, you know, 18-year-old boy. <laughs> so everything, I don't know. Everything how do you entice them? I don't know. Everything don't we've know been rallying against. <laughs> everything we've been rallying against, which is billionaire sex trafficking, yeah. children yeah. shit. Now yeah. we literally flipped it all around and are trying to use it to unite the world. Fucking capitalism. <laughs> I could see someone That's saying that. Works. I could see someone saying that. Like you would propose this idea, yeah. and someone somewhere would be like, "Fucking capitalism." Yeah, yeah, exactly. What? <laughs> That's like a fucking what's monarchy it, type what, thing. What's it called? Yeah, like what? I wonder what the official word for that is. What an arranged marriage? Yeah, is it just arranged marriage? I think it's dowry. I think that's. Is it, I think I, a well, dowry is when you a dowry is simply like the fortune you give to the other family I with think. the bride. Yeah. Oh. Or well, it's usually the bride's family pays the dowry. Uh, well, right. okay, it depends on the culture. Yeah. Because some countries, um, the boy has to like give. Like, the courting process is literally, like, the guy starts giving the girl's father, like, a pig. Yeah. He's like, here's my best pig. And the father's like, mm, so don't pay pig. You can marry my daughter. Like, some weird shit like that. Like, you literally just sold your daughter for a fucking heifer. Yeah. Like, okay. Dude, like, you can you get some mad bacon out of that. Fucking bacon for days. Days. Well, so. if you have another pig, I mean, you have a, a limit, like, an unlimited supply of pigs. Yeah, you could just start breeding. See, it does turn it yeah. turn around in the end yeah, for, well, for the yeah, dad. You get way more out of it yeah. than your daughter. Yeah. <laughs> your own flesh yeah. and blood. Yeah. She can't even do manual labor. I mean, she this, can, is the, this is the 1500s. All she can do is stuff. Can she make bacon, bro? Can she just make bacon? Can you cut off a piece of your daughter and eat bacon? Oh, bro? shit. Oh, that's why I need some fucking bacon, bro. Sell my daughter for a pig. Bacon's really good. I've got a daughter. You've got a daughter. Yeah. We've got two pigs already. You get a male, I get a female, mm-hmm. vice versa, don't matter. We're going to go into the pig breeding business. It's going to be called Trev and Trav's Bacon. I like it. Every slice was worth it. <laughs> That's the slogan. <laughs> and then you just put two pictures of each of our daughters on either oh, end of the slogan. Yeah. That'd be wild. <laughs> on that note, we need to take a break. All right, people. Well, we're, we're almost at an hour. so Nice. Um, we will go ahead and take our intermission for bodily functions, and we'll see y'all in a little while. That's right. You hear, you hear all that? That's me. All right. We're back, folks. Yeah. <laughs> Got some coffee, some smoke, some beer. We're ready to party for round two. Mm-hmm. I'm definitely, indeed, having a good time because we're having fun off mic. We're having fun on mic. Um, a little, a little background. 
Trev's over at my house. Yes. Uh, he is in the, the lair of the Jabberwock. He is in the the depths of Castle right. Moonskull. Skull. sacrifice me for the coven. At the nightclub. This yeah. is where it goes down. I'm having coffee. Trev's having some reds. And um, I'm feeling pretty good about about the way that this is going. But I did want to talk a little bit about podcasting. Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay. So you've given your, your origins for this show mm-hmm. on the show. Yeah. All right. Um, we talked about mine. Where... And I, I'm asking this because I get asked this by different people. Uh huh. Where do you think this is gonna go? As in, not why do you do it? Mm-hmm. We know why we're doing it. We're having yeah. fun. Yeah. We're yeah, just fun. having conversations, getting to talk to people, meet new people on the nightclub. We have, you know, you were actually I think the second guest we ever had. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, we'll probably. I was the first email though. You were the first friend bitches. Only email. Yeah. Yeah. Y'all better hurry the fuck up too because like I'm about to send another email to get some more shit. Which I know y'all talked about, but like yeah. I'm still gonna do it. You're gonna get some so of that stuff. I'm trying to be nice. I'm trying to give y'all a chance to get, get some of the prime real estate. There's a but, lot of stuff. Okay, yeah, look, look, we're going on okay. For, all right, let's go. Let's for, go. Any, for anyone who doesn't listen to the nightclub, check us out. Horror might not be your thing, so I understand that. Mm-hmm. Um but we are we're having a giveaway right now, and all we want is for people who listen to let us know that they're listening. Mm-hmm. And I left this in the episode. This is in our latest episode yeah. at the time of this recording. That is episode 35, Alligator Hive. Mm-hmm. Right at the end of the episode, I'm like, you know, just let us know you're listening. When you do, I'm going to hit you with some tasks. Yeah. Okay. You have to get Angel to... You, wait, it, what was it? There has to be raps for Angel. Raps for Angel, the Kaiju Giallo. I would love for listeners to make up their own movies and yeah. cast them and do the yes. uh, drive-in totals like mm-hmm. like Joe Bob does. I would love that, and mm-hmm. I'd love to do them on the show, and that would be so much fun. So I already know that Trev is going to do something for this. Yes. So when he leaves my house tonight, this is for Fixies listeners and anyone who bleeds over from my show because uh, we're <laughs> – We've been meaning to shout you out. You still have it, but listen, because a lot of those that were <laughs> yeah. recorded, I knew, I, they I were knew, yeah. they were pre-recorded. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Now, which also we have a date. We do eventually. Eventually, uh, not an actual date, but like a, a plan, like get together round two for 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 the nightclub and and myself. Yeah. Uh, not to go down that rabbit hole. Yeah. At the moment, but. You're gonna leave here tonight with some stuff. Okay, cool. Awesome. I'm not gonna say what it is on air no, because even no. the even the listeners of my show don't know what yeah. the shit is. Yeah, I'm still sending an email anyway. So yeah, I mean, yeah. I expect it. Just saying. Okay, no, no, it's gonna happen. I've been I've been being polite for the other listeners. I was don't, like, I'm gonna give y'all a chance. Don't be. Oh, I'm yeah, yeah. You can send happen. in anything anytime you want, and I will okay. read it on the awesome. show. Good. Even if you just send in a like a, a a little snippet that's like, you guys really, really. Suck, winky face. I'll still read it on the Ooh, show. I hope so. But look, um, where do you think? Where where do you? Not highest expect like yeah. not not, yeah, not, yeah, not yeah. pie in the sky. Yeah. Joe Blogan. Joe Blogan. Joe Blogan. <laughs> <laughs> the Joe Blow Rogan show. <laughs> oh, um, what do you think? What do you think would be the best potential that's realistic? For for the for the 
Dixie's Playground Empire. Like, like if it ever became a little thing. Realistically, I could see something kind of like, to, to use a, a movie term, kind of like a cult classic. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe not something that's mainstream, but that people appreciate and listen to. And like, oh, yeah, that's some cool shit. You know, mm-hmm. I don't know what to call that. It's underground or retro, yeah. well, it, or, you know. I would, I would say, like what you say, it's, it's, uh, you would have a cult-like sort of yeah. fan base. And by yeah. cult, we don't mean crazy fanatics, just people who really yes. like it. Yes, and continually listen. Um, I said in our previous episode we did, like, as long as one person listens, like, I'm, I'm going to keep rolling. Yeah. You know, it's I, – like I said, I have a lot of fun doing it. Um, I get – like, I feel like I'm addicted to podcasting because, like, I want to do podcasts, mm-hmm. which is obvious if anybody listens and listens to all my plugs. Like, I plug Nightclub, I plug Choplo. I'm going to, like, I've been doing Tortured Earth recordings, but they're getting the audio stuff worked out. Mm-hmm. So, but we're going to, they're going to release one eventually. I promise people it's coming. Um, but, um, I'm starting the fantasy football podcast with Hunter. That's going to be probably out in the next couple of weeks. Now, that's more of a niche sports thing. But, um, mm-hmm. So, um, but, um, you know, I think if there comes a certain point in time, because, like, look, y'all, it's not that I don't love doing this and love my listeners and everything. I'm not giving this a hundred percent max effort mm. and I'm just being honest. This is something I do on the side that I enjoy. Mm-hmm. And like Travis mentioned earlier, he's like, man, why don't you, you know, try to edit your podcast? And, you know, and he was kind of hesitant to talk to me about it, but like, look, even if you're a listener now, like constructive, like positive criticism, I'll take it all day. Send me all the messages like, if there's something you want to hear or something that you think I need to change, let me know. I want to know. I want to make the podcast better. I do care about it. But the fact of the matter is, is, like, I'm I'm not – I can't give 100% because I just don't have the time. Mm-hmm. I can make the time, but then I have to push other stuff out. So, like, right now, I can keep doing what I'm doing. If y'all enjoy listening, that's great. Now, if there's ever a point where I feel like I need to start putting in the effort to, to, to push it because I have, like, my listeners want it, I'll do that. So I think there's always potential to grow. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not seeking like fame or notoriety out right. of the podcast. Right. I'm doing this for fun because I think what I'm doing is valuable mm-hmm. on a on a social, you know, stage or whatever you want to call it. You know, having conversations with people in person. I think it's something that's lost with the current social media, you know, keyboard warrior kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So. That's where people lose that the, – the edifice of knee-jerk mm-hmm. has to go away when you're face-to-face with somebody mm-hmm. instead of just on the internet because so far we haven't talked about anything tonight that we would disagree on. And I know the premise of the of Dixie's Playground is having conversations with people that you might yeah. not necessarily mm-hmm. agree with. Tonight we just haven't really gone there no. so far. We, but we, we might. We have plenty of time. Um but, but I like the idea of what you're saying is that people lo- – and, and Rogan has said yeah. this – have lost the art of conversation. Yes, yes. and it's, it's something that I feel so important that we don't lose. Social media is not it. No, like, no. And look, no, I like – it's gross. Look, look, I love it too. I, I, I use I'll Instagram give, and shit, but – Oh, 
It's not a good place for discourse, no, real discourse. No, 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 no. Like the last couple of days, I, I did a nosedive into some abortion debates, and um, while they were fun for me, I don't wish it on anybody because it's <laughs> fucking crazy. Um, but I guarantee you everything that was said in those debates, if we were had a face-to-face conversation, it would be different. Mm-hmm. And I honestly feel like most people aren't going to. What, they were just being ugly? I could see stating your opinion, but if you're going to okay. just be ugly. So, well, to not get too crazy, like, it's me versus, like, five people at one time, first off. So I'm trying to answer five people about a highly contentious or contentious mm-hmm. and complicated subject, which is abortion. Yeah. So, obviously, the reason this debate is still going on is because it's very much based on moral beliefs more than anything else. Science can't prove what a life is, so the argument is, is what is a life and how does that affect the argument? And the problem with this, and, and I'm not, because I'm, for the most part, I'm pro-life. I have exceptions when it comes to rape and, um, like, necessary abortion for the mother's life, you know, and, and that gets convoluted. But or, maybe, or maybe even the babies, like, if it's going to be born fucked up as yeah, fuck. Yeah, if it's, if it's not, if it's not a viable... If it's not going to be viable outside the womb, then I understand. But the, the, <laughs> viable? It's, it's look, the blood, a, Joe. Yeah, it's, <laughs> the, the point is, is that um, you were dealing with all these people at once. I was dealing with all these people at once, and and the pro life narrative is is like, well, you're murdering a bunch of babies, mm-hmm. essentially. Which, which you are. Which you are. You in, are. In my eyes, you are. You but, are. But it's a fuck eyes. Okay. You're murdering babies. Here's, here's the thing. I understand their arguments. I understand that they don't value it as a life. So like, it's not like they're going like in their eyes. They're not murdering they're, babies. They're right? not murdering babies. Right. But they are. So, to me, they are. They are. No, they are. Yes. yes. I don't know. What, <laughs> I don't look, know. I don't know. I'm not as strong uh, on your side on mm-hmm. that. Um, I have a little bit more leeway. Mm-hmm. But it, but but personally, pro life. Mm-hmm. Personally, for me, I would be like, no, let's not kill the baby. Yeah. Every everyone else, I don't care. I don't mm-hmm. care what you do. Yeah. I don't give a fuck yeah. what you do. Murder the babies. Murder all the babies. But but don't for a second. Don't kid yourself on what you're doing. You're murdering. Mm-hmm. I'm oh. not stealing Louis' bit. I don't hear this. This, this is Louis. sort of a Louis C.K. bit, but I. Okay. This is kind of one of the reasons I love Louis. Is because I feel he gets like on those issues, but he, still, well, he's had I he's spoken of things that I'm like I've had that not as funny as him, yeah, but I've had that thought. No, 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 yeah, yeah. Uh, but he's a fucking professional comedian mm-hmm. who can make yeah. it work it and out. It's and their job to, to to notice those things and be funny as, and fuck, be about funny as fuck about it. I've just noticed you to, you're totally murdering a baby. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. If you don't step in at whatever point you just arbitrarily decide yeah. that this yeah. is not a baby. Yeah. If you don't then step in, it will become a baby, so you're still killing yeah, the baby. Yeah. In my point... You uh, kill the baby. What yeah, do you want? You kill the baby. Unless you think the vagina is the magic gateway to life... Yeah. Like, you don't have an argument. It's the magic gateway to heaven. <laughs> yeah, it is. And so are buttholes. All kinds. It doesn't matter. Like we but, said, uh, we don't judge. But I'm not the kind of pro-life person that goes around like yelling at pro-choice people that they're murderers. Like, I've I'm not never seen that. you do that I'm, my whole I, time I knowing you. I don't do that. I'm not... I understand where they're coming from, and I'm not going to be a dick about it. I was called several horrible things for being a pro-life person. Probably racist. Um, I was called a misogynist, 
Yeah. Um, did they bring my race into it? They they kind of did. You don't love women. You don't have a daughter that you love, though. You know? So you are a misogynist. Uh, you don't have a daughter, right? I do have a daughter. Oh, you do? Emma. Yeah. Do you love her? Yeah. And I That's my weird. <laughs> That's weird, though, how you can have two women in your life directly yeah. every day that you yeah. love, and but you hate women. Yeah. And my wife is an empowered woman who is quite literally an RN and a boss of her office and could quite literally leave me and still survive on her own and matches me in every way. So doesn't need you. Doesn't need me at all. And you hate her. No, no, I love her. <gasps> Those yeah. internet people are fucking wrong? Yeah. yeah no way, think. dude. Yeah. Not so. on social media. <laughs> they couldn't they couldn't be right or couldn't be wrong rather with their just out there assumptions mm. because yeah. you have an opinion. Yeah. Yeah. Again, I think the whole theme of tonight is being revealed. It's context. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Context is a huge thing. And then, as as Eric so, Bischoff would say, context is king. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, if you listen to the Building Bridges podcast, which is a political commentary between me and anywhere from like four to like seven other people who range everywhere from libertarian to Democrat to anarchist. We talk about these things, and um, oh, don't have me on. Don't because I, I don't know. Well, number one, I'm not nearly as educated in all of the mm-hmm. various subjects as yeah. I used to be, and also, I'm at the point where I don't give a fuck, mm-hmm. and I'm like, yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what? I will shatter everyone's ideology, not just, shatter just it on an yeah. ego level. I yeah, will yeah, just yeah. say the universe doesn't care. We're all just mm-hmm. making. Like Rogan, yeah. making sounds with, our faces. sounds with our faces. And We're this all is a bunch all of dumb apes. Dumb animals. <laughs> you're good. You're good. Um, and I lost my train of thought. The point The point is, is I'm having these conversations with these people. <laughs> we tangented so hard. Oh, so hard. It's I keep cool. derailing us. Um, me too, though. Me too. The, the, yeah, the people aren't letting you get a, a word in edgewise, probably. Yeah, like, they're, well, they're calling you they're, names. They're making accusations that just don't make sense. And the reason I brought up the Billy Bridges podcast is because I call myself a conservative-leaning centrist, which means in many ways I have conservative ideals, but I'm a centrist because I analyze every situation and I make a judgment based on the situation and not on a party line. Mm-hmm. I don't like the two-party system. And I also believe, like, why the fuck would you tow the party line on these really intricate issues where you need to actually sit down, study them, and then make an opinion based on the situation mm-hmm. and not on what your party wants? And I say this because when you deal with when I was dealing with these pro-choice people, they would keep trying to box me into the well, you're a Republican yeah. arguments, and I'm not at all. Like I, I even agreed to. Okay. <coughs> what? So back to what I was saying. Mm-hmm. Um, the whole point of the the being conservative leaning centrist is. When you're having a debate about abortion, they tend to want to box you into, oh, well, if you're pro-life, then obviously you're a pro-life Republican, Mm -hmm. and I can use the pro-life Republican rhetoric to shut you down, but Mm -hmm. I'm not that. So it really kind of throws them for a loop. I've been told by some people who were like Democrats, whatever, that they despised me, and I didn't have a spine because I couldn't stand up for something. Which basically they're they're essentially being like pick a side, and I'm like 
I have my own side. Like I have my own mind. I'm an individual. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to take whatever situation arises. I'm going to, you know, think about it, come up to a decision and then go based off of what I decide, not what a party tells me to do. Yeah. You weren't born with an elephant Uh, tattooed on you. Or a donkey or, or a, whatever. Or a jackass. So, yeah. So, <laughs> and they couldn't, I don't know, like, it just infuriated them. I was like, well, I mean, what you want me to tell you? Like, not everybody's either Republican or Democrat. Like, it's not the case at all. And they don't like that. No. So, I, I had this unique debate that spanned over a couple of days. Like, that three days. Mm-hmm. Just going back and forth. Uh, well, the first day was the most hectic because it was me versus five people. And then two of them stopped. So it was me versus two or three, and then it was just me versus one, and then another one came back later on, and then me and him actually kind of hit, I wouldn't necessarily say neutral ground, but we came to an understanding, mm-hmm. and he even said it. He's like, I don't understand why she's still debating you, because uh, I was debating with a woman constantly, um, and he was like, I don't understand, because he's like, obviously, y'all both have a different moral outlook on the situation, and y'all both have differing opinions on when life starts. And, I was, and so I commented back. I was like, honestly, I don't know why she's still going. I'm just going for fun. I was like, but um, normally, <laughs> if you notice that, like, you don't agree on when life starts, then you're better off just ending the conversation. Mm-hmm. Because there's a ton of issues with abortion. But the main question you have to ask is, where does life begin? Because it's only until you could agree on that point that you can answer all the other questions. Like, the main answer, the main question you got to answer is, where does life begin? Once you solve that, you can solve everything else. And so far, we can't agree on that. And that's why it's such a contentious issue. Yeah. Um, it's got to be. Yeah. I'm, well, I mean, yeah. It's, no one's going to agree. It's tough. It's it's tough to even agree on because I understand where they're coming from. You know, it's just where do you value human life as opposed to body autonom- autonomy? You know, what's – we can talk about, you know, the death sentence or – or pulling the plug on someone in the hospital. I've had every, I've I've had this debate about abortion like a hundred times, mm-hmm. two hundred times. So I've heard every justification, I've heard every argument, and none of them have ever swayed me to be like, no, abortion's completely okay, no matter what the situation. Now, I have gone from abortion's never okay to there are certain circumstances where I can agree to abortions happening. I don't like it. But if it's medically necessary or in the case of rape where the woman had absolutely no choice in the matter, I can understand. And I'm fine with that. And some people don't even like that. They're like, oh, well, you're still telling women what to do. I was like, it's not about that. Society has said that we, if we see someone being murdered, we have a right to try to stop it. That it's morally wrong. So mm-hmm. why is it any different? I view that as a child and you're killing that child for... Not because it's medically necessary, not because you got raped, but for the sake of convenience to your life. Yeah. And you're telling me that you value that woman's convenience more than you value that child's life. Right. In my eyes. What you got to do is you got to get some AR-15s, <laughs> a, a handful of grenades, and you have to go just firebomb the nearest mm-hmm. abortion clinic. You got to go full Israeli on the on – the- Palestinians? You gotta do... God damn. <laughs> Sorry, I just dropped some heavy shit right there, but... Um, I don't know enough to go into that that whole spiel. All I do... All I think is that there are some issues over there it's, on all sides. It's a very shitty situation that's very complex. I'm, 
the problem is, is oh I don't even wanna cause I don't know enough I'm just gonna touch on it just a little bit you could touch on it we just give a little thumb tip you could lick um, it lick it lick Hamas it is a Hamas is a terrorist organization that just wants to see the world burn and hates America and Hamas I kind of respect that a little and Hamas resides within Palestine mm -hmm. so they're starting shit with Israel and Israel's like I don't care if you're in Palestine like I'm bombing everything and the problem is, is Israel's been taking land from the from the Palestinians for decades. So with our money. Oh, sure. America's backing Israel right now, I believe. Yeah, yeah. So that's what I'm saying. With our money. Anyway, so Israel's like, we're just gonna bomb everybody. With our root of evil. Yeah. yeah. So they're bombing Hamas. They're bombing Palestinians. They're bombing Israelis. Turn them all to glass. They're just, that's that's what they were doing. They were dropping a lot of bombs. Um. And it's 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 fucking terrible. But anyway, a lot of dead, a lot of dead, back, innocent people back on track from the tangents. As far as this podcast. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> I wanted to say real quick okay. about the abortion thing, because yeah. I do want to clarify, because I've said pro-life, I'm pro-life personally. Um, and that for everyone else, I don't care. Mm -hmm. I used to not feel this way. I used to be very pro-life and uh, outspoken about it. Then, after research and, and listening to people, I could see other points of view. Mm -hmm. And then, over time, over you'd have to experience your own journey yep. to oh, yeah, get there yeah, type yeah. thing. I developed a philosophy that I didn't know existed, but I would live it out in my own personal yeah. worldview of cosmic indifference. Yeah. I think we talked about this last time I was on, so I'm not going to... We did talk about a conflict in your Okay, well, I won't beat it into the ground, yeah. but I'll say that the whole I don't give a fuck yeah. what other people do part mm -hmm. is because ultimately it's not going to matter. Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying that means give up and, 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 and always wave the white flag in defeat of yeah. something you care about. Mm -hmm. What I'm saying is the issue itself is so much bigger than just me, and I don't really... In my deepestness of my hardestness, mm -hmm. care enough to die on that hill. So I'm just gonna let everyone else sort it out mm -hmm. until they figure it out. Because I don't, I don't. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go ahead and drop a hot take. Go ahead. I don't even think it's that big of a deal. As in, I don't think it's as big of an issue as it would be if it wasn't made to be. Like a lot of things are. Yeah. Well, it's it's a it's a major talking point when politics go to be politicking. You just so, want to fuck it. So I understand where you're coming from from that. It's yeah. it's a talking point instead of an actual issue. No one's gonna really sit down and have a nuanced conversation about it. And if they, they do, don't to. if they do, and they do sometimes, they're gonna figure out we can't agree. And guess what? You're still gonna have then. Well, you're still gonna have people that I mean, love to keep the babies and people that love to yeah. murder the babies. Uh, let me put it this way: with the, with the people that have a cordial discussion with me. And it's quite literally discourse. Like we're trying to just spill each other out. We come to the conclusion that we don't agree and we move on. The context. Yes. The context yes. of them trying to now, talk to you. Wow. Isn't that but, crazy how just even trying to talk to someone yeah, yeah. will give them the benefit of the doubt of the other person mm -hmm. in question that, hey, at least they're being friendly. So mm -hmm. you know what? They're not a complete yeah. – even though I don't agree with them, mm -hmm. they're not a complete well, piece of shit. And it's understanding – what they believe and their logical processes based off of that belief. Mm -hmm. 
their and, life experience has been different. Yeah. And their upbringing and, and, and everything. And they view the situation differently than you. And even though the outcome of that situation is abhorrent to you, you understand that they are not personally trying to be abhorrent. They're, they don't think they're doing anything wrong. Mm-hmm. They don't think they're hurting anybody. And they're fighting for women's rights. And I understand that. Well, if you don't value an unborn life, then naturally you're going to put more value on a, on a woman's life. And I, I get that. I don't agree. And I have plenty of reasons why I don't agree. But the point is, is I've had conversations with people who are pro-choice. And we we just finished the conversation and said, well, we're not going to agree. Still love you. You're still a great person. But we're just not going to agree. But then you have my three-day slaughter fest of me going against five people and then two to three people and then one person and they just they stop commenting because I'd box them in and that's a tricky situation to find yourself into when you do box someone in and then they resort to the ugly mm-hmm. instead of any kind of meaningful conversation because then then, then it just it just evolves the, the last person the last person I've been going back and forth with they quit today Today was the official day they stopped commenting. And I can't honestly say there was ever a point in the conversation where they were cordial. Damn. From the get-go. And the only and like one of the other people brought it up because it was his post. It was another person's post, but it was me and this girl going back and forth. And he even said it. You know, he's the one that said, well, like, I don't see why they, they even debate you anymore. Like, obviously, y'all don't agree morally. He's like, there's no point. Like, you're not going to agree on it. And I was like, I, I agree with your statement. And then he asked me why. He's like, well, why, why do you keep, like, why do you keep going? I was like, honestly, I was like, because even though we're not going to come to an agreement, I was like, for one, I like testing my beliefs. Iron sharpens iron, right? Mm-hmm. As, as, as the saying goes. Yeah, if, you, if you're, if you're, let's just. I'm constantly trying to attack my own beliefs to see if I truly still believe them or if I need to amend them. Towards something else. If your faith was shaky, and an, and a single conversation or a few conversations brought it down, yeah. Or rather, if you thought your faith was strong in something, mm-hmm. and a few conversations can shake it and crumble it, or mm-hmm. question make you quit, then it was yeah. never yeah. Oh, yeah. really that strong. Yeah. You just right. kind of like you were saying earlier, you're hi- not well. You didn't say hiding behind, but you're 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 just towing the line. Yeah. Yeah, you're repeating the rhetoric instead of analyzing and creating your own rhetoric. Rhetoric, mm-hmm. um, and I told him that I was like, "This is a way for me to test my beliefs. This is a way for me to get people to give me an argument I haven't heard, so maybe I can learn something or I can change my current beliefs because of what I hear." Obviously, that didn't happen, but so look, hold on, and then look at that. After all the craziness. The person who everyone's fighting with says, I'm, I'm trying to better myself. Yeah. Even if I'm going to go at somebody, mm-hmm. maybe they can say something I haven't heard yet or yeah. considered yet because it, it can work that way. Someone it can, has in the past. It has for me. And, so, and me. Yeah. Someone has worded something a certain way that made me think, I've never thought about it that way mm-hmm. before. And then you start to ponder that. Yeah. And then guess what happens? Different neural networks connect, and you start to shift your opinion or ideas yeah. about something. Yeah, or at least you're now you're a little bit more open-minded because you're like, wow, I didn't think about that. Maybe I should leave a little bit of space for the things I haven't thought of before. Mm-hmm. So, and he understood. And then after that, he quit commenting because he was like, oh, okay. It's like, I agree with you. Sex cool. with squirrels. Oh, shit. I mean, look, look, I'm not saying I'm for it. I'm just saying I haven't heard, you know, 
anything against it? I haven't heard. No, I haven't heard the debate yet where I could be swayed to it. Mm-hmm. But it could exist. Someone it's could convince it's me it's sex with squirrels I mean, is there, the way there to go. There are out there. Someone convinced someone else to put on a fluffy outfit to do sexual things. You see where I'm going with this? Yes. Yes. <laughs> we can all so, be convinced to be furries. That's but, uh, the point of this whole yeah, so this, conversation. This, this <laughs> Ginger furries. <laughs> oh, shit. Soulless furries. <laughs> they have someone inside of them, but they're still dead. That's why they... <laughs> we're going to make a horror movie? Yeah. Oh, Zombie shit. furries. <laughs> <laughs> furries from the grave. Oh, God. Oh. Hold on. All right, all right. We, we, okay. Abortion horse beaten. We, we beat that. Let's, so, let's, let's get back to the, the podcast. The, finally, we're back to where we were talking about. Um, you had said earlier you would like a like a like a cult classic yeah, style. Yeah, I, I think I think the podcast can hit a cult classic kind of style where it has a niche group of people who keep listening, and every once in a while, someone else joins in and they continue. Now, but like I said, if it comes to the point where I have enough people, I'll put in an extra effort. And if I put in an extra effort, I, I believe it can go further than that. Now, how far? I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, but I see the value in it. You've seen the value in it. My other listeners see the value in it, and they've told me that. So I think there's something there. Mm-hmm. And oh, I agree. Whatever gets it out, gets it out. I hope. You know, like my, I want everyone to listen only if they can get the value from it, and it, it, it encourages them to have conversations and to to think more open minded or try to be more cordial with people they might not agree with at first. You know, and see see other people as humans. You know, and that's a beautiful thing that we should all want. Yes, it is, and just being better people. We all struggle with it. There's days where I want to curse people out just like anybody else. Hell yeah. But I keep trying to tell myself, hey, don't do not do that. You don't know what they're going through. That was a little baby one time, a long time <laughs> right. ago. But that little ang- that angry, dumpy old man in front of me, that was someone's little baby who just needed yeah. a hug. And you don't even know. He goes home every night to this little puppy that he pets and loves like it was his own kid. Decrepit old pudgy man. <laughs> you never know. You never know. Um, but... You know, I see the potential for the podcast to go far. I don't think it's going to happen unless I get an uptick in listeners and, and stuff. But I think it can get to a point where I have a good following. You see, in my dumbass, I I put in the work. Yeah. Like, the I edit, I would say, meticulously mm-hmm. as best I can with, with shoddy equipment. I, yeah. I have not upgraded to uh, anything worth a damn because – my whole goal was to never put money into the podcast unless it could generate a little bit of money, at mm-hmm. least to pay for itself. Yeah. Um, I'm kind of going to go away again uh, from that because my listenership has been climbing. Oh, has it? Good. Yeah. And um, we've been talking. I to, fucking hope so. I've only like dropped your name a million times It's uh, to all 15 of my listeners. Hey, I'm joking. We appreciate that. And – the debt shall be repaid. Oh, I, I, I know. I was just um, joking. You've uh, had us on twice, and we've mentioned you once, mm-hmm. and you've been on once. Yes. But that being said, I feel the same thing could happen with mine. I feel – and I, I say this because I'm a huge fan of Tell Em Steve Dave. Yeah. Say You Love Satan 80s Horror Podcast. They, they have – built in lore and inside jokes mm-hmm. and it, it makes you f- it makes me i'm not gonna say you 
like a general listener of those shows, it makes me feel cool to feel like an ant, yeah. a listener of Tell Him Steve Dave, or to feel like a shorty worldwide, a listener of Say You Love Satan. I like knowing the inside jokes. I mm-hmm. like knowing the, 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 yeah. the personalities mm-hmm. of the show. So the nightclub, mm-hmm. I'm, that, that's, that's what I'm trying to, to have happen there is like that me, Ricky, Angel, we're fun to listen to. We bring some cool – again, this is a niche show because it's more dedicated to horror, but we're slowly branching out a little a little more and more, but we're still I, I always like, going to be in that macabre like area. I sword and sorcery stuff so far. And, and it's been very good. Fantasy and sword yeah. and sorcery is, 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 is becoming a, another uh, facet of the show. We're always going to be horror at our hearts. Yeah. But um, yeah, we're, we're definitely expanding out to more and more things and – I would I would like personally for the show to get to a point to where we we would have enough listeners that I'd feel comfortable starting a Patreon. Mm-hmm. And this is not again my realistic expectations. Where I think this could really go yeah. with, with several thousand listeners, if 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 my numbers could get to that point, yeah, per episode downloaded, mm-hmm. I would love to have. If they would feel like they want to contribute money to the show to pay for the streaming fee. Mm-hmm. To pay for uh, upgraded equipment, yep, and and the time that it takes to because I edit, I would say on average, an average episode of my show takes me about eight to nine hours to edit. Yeah, um, I would like to create things for them that are show oriented, based on things that we've created in the show, whatever it might be, mm-hmm. through the Patreon because Patreon's got tiers. Yep, I would love to be able to be like, if you're paying five bucks a month. You know, you get an extra episode, and then every few months we're gonna send you this thing that we're making that the mm-hmm. money would pay for. Yeah, because you know, it, they'd be they'd basically be paying for their own tr- treats and, yeah. and tricks and treats. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I, I think that would just be so much fun to be a part of mm-hmm. and, oh, and to help create. Like yeah. that's it's it's just about creating something mm-hmm. and having and fun. people people want to put money towards stuff that they like. I mean, Patreon works. A lot of people, so I could see that. I would, I would like to get to that point one day with Fixies. Like, I've had ideas for like some shirts with the Fixies logo, and I might make me one just for me, and then see where it goes. Boom. Yeah, I definitely yeah. want one. Um, and not to disparage the people who are part of Fixies Playground, I have about an average of twenty listeners per episode, every mm-hmm. episode. But I am happy to say that my Facebook page does have a hundred likes and follows. Yeah, boy. So that was a milestone that I was very happy with. Um, our Facebook's so quiet. <sighs> Facebook's weird. Um, our Insta and our Slasher app presence. Uh-huh. I need to get. Good. I need to get better on Insta and Slash. I need to start from. Well, problem is, is I'm not a horror podcast, so I don't. I don't like. I don't want to post anything on Slash because it's not horror and oriented. They might. And and, um, and and I don't. The community's nice. Yeah, but but they, but they might feel, be I, like. I don't feel like uh, that's the place. Yeah, the and, same horror. Bro. And that's that's how it was. Do you even horror, bro? So, another question I would ask. Did you happen to get any kind of message from someone from Lafayette via I did. Slasher about a movie? I did. I, I, I sent them your I way. was wondering who that was. Oh. I didn't ask him, but I was wondering okay, I who that was. I don't know who he is. His, he, name's, his name's Brent, I think, Leger. Yeah. Um, and, Jay, I think. and we haven't talked yet. Okay. We, we, we've messaged each other. Okay, and good, we, we're good. Planning I'm, a I'm glad he got a hold of you. He sent me a random Facebook message. And he's like, hey, I found you via the Slasher app. It says you're in the Lafayette area. Um, he's like, I'm looking to do a movie, so I'm trying to find people who would be interested, who's like, you know, horror, like, 
you know, horror fanboys or whatever you want to call it, um, who would want to maybe do a movie. I told him, I was like, look, my, my schedule's hectic, so I was like, I can't guarantee anything. I was like, but if you need an extra or something, be more than happy to go. And I didn't even tell him, like, I'm a big fuck, so, like, I would make a great monster, you know, just really my totally size. Be, yeah. I can do that, um, and I would love to do that. It's just I don't know what the time constraints would be, you know. Yeah. I have a family. I have a podcast. I have another podcast. I'm about to have a third podcast. <laughs> you know, like my weekends get full sometimes. It would so. probably, I, I imagine for some a project that, I, again, I haven't talked to him, but I imagine mm-hmm. it would be a kind of when you can type thing. Yeah, which which I told him, I was like, I'd be happy to help where I can. So, But I was like, but I do know some guys who have a horror podcast that are from the area. Go check out the nightclub. Hit them up. So I was wondering if he got with you. He did, and one of his first uh, messages were uh, Coast to Coast and Kevin Smith. Oh, shit. Yeah, and I was like, mm-hmm. yeah, boy. Let's, let's do this. So but, I'm going to uh, talk to I'm him. Glad. And I'm, glad, I'm glad he got with you. I hope, I hope everything works out. I'm all about it. You know, I like, Fuck yeah, man. I like horror like you like horror, but I appreciate movie making, and I love when people have the, the balls to be like, hey, I'm going to make a movie. I'm going to make it work. It's a lot of work, bro. It's a lot of planning. I've Even made short budget. films, but not but not anything on a, on a, I used to, a I used good to, scale. I used to watch some. I want to say. Yeah, you with you with you and uh, Cody. Cody. Yeah. So, but um, so I was like, yeah, that'd be awesome. <laughs> uh, it's pretty cool. But yeah, I don't. You know, I'm not gonna push the slasher app, but I'm gaining. I'm gaining likes every once in a while, and and the listens just kind of vary. You know. I'm happy with it, though. These motherfuckers are going to start a fantasy football podcast, and that's mm-hmm. going to be the thing that probably takes off. Maybe. That's a big market, or not market. It is. There's a lot like of a, them. Like I listen to probably like three or four different ones. Yeah, see? So, but uh, I'll, that'll just scratch my fantasy football itch. Yeah, you. <laughs> uh, this is Front Street. Yeah. This is Front Street as fuck. Mm-hmm. You and Hunter talk football so long. <laughs> I and I am not a sports person. I know, I know. I was skipping ahead. That's I was fine. hitting that fifteen second skip That's button, fine. and 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 I, I kept hitting it until the episode <laughs> ended because <laughs> y'all talked about it for the whole episode. <laughs> and That's so great. I, and look, it's much love, man. I just no, I, I understand. Don't know look, anything yeah, y'all are saying. No, there's, there's, it's like listening to a fucking, um, you know, a theoretical physicist go off about even that. I could hang on to. <laughs> if, Football is all. If you different. were talking about how to restore your your 1980s vacuum cleaner <laughs> from scratch, you would have more in common with it. No, that's oh. how the level oh, of, okay. the level of you. like. I, got I have no clue, yeah, yeah. no context, no reference. I I don't even use a vacuum. Mm-hmm. I don't have one. Yeah, I yeah. sweep my floors and I mop them. Yeah, I'm from the country, yo. <laughs> I don't I don't I don't be gotten all that technology. Yeah. <laughs> so so all that being said, yeah, I think your fantasy football thing though would hit off with. There's a lot of fans out there. Oh that, yeah, that and, do well, that kind of shit. and I also run a a sports debate group that's like five to six thousand strong. Holy fuck on Facebook. Mm-hmm. You push your podcast on there? Yeah. Keep pushing it. Oh, yeah, I will. Um, some of them have listened. Some of them don't. I, I, I post there when I'm putting episodes, though. So that's probably what's getting me like more likes every once in a while, mm-hmm. to be honest. you know. Um, I've been running that league, for, or I've been helping run that page for, I don't know, seven, eight years now. Is there anyone of note that you're trying to get on the show? 
like 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 maybe a local professor or someone that that would come on and talk to you. I I want to try. I don't know. Like, you, I, don't, I don't I don't have an idea of anyone. But. No, because just the academic quality that mm-hmm. that is present in the show. It just seems like that would be the route to go. Mm-hmm. Not that your guests that are everyday people mm-hmm. like me yeah. aren't. That's a good thing too. I enjoy those conversations when they're not about fantasy football. Yeah. But it just seems like eventually, and, and this is just my opinion of Fixie's Playground. Mm-hmm. It seems like eventually you you'd have like a an academic mm-hmm. on the show to, to discuss certain subjects. I would definitely like that. So I might look into it. Fucking hit so, up UL and shit. One of the things I'm, I might be doing in the near future is um, Lafayette has essentially a Comic Con every year. Oh. And Kenneth Kidder with Tortured Earth, y'all, y'all heard of Tortured Earth, he has a booth. Yeah, boy. Because he, he does the convention circuit to sell his RPG and uh, to also sell merchandise, Tortured Earth merchandise. So he needs help to, to, to run the booth. So he's like, well, if you come help me, he's like, I can get you through the door, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's like, come help at the booth. And then in your free time, you can go and do, like, some segments with people for Fixie's Playground. I was like, that's a fucking great idea. So That is an awesome listeners, idea. Listeners, I may be having a short, you know, it'll be sh- like maybe an hour-long episode. I can't do three at the convention. Uh, I think it'd be too long. But um, I might be doing that to see if I can get some random people in. You know, it'd be a cool idea mm. if you would be able to do like each conversation, even if it's five, 10, 15 minutes. Yeah. And what you do is this is TESD style. You play the conversations back and during a recording of, of your show mm-hmm. so you can comment on things. Ah, I got you. Yeah. Maybe, <clears throat> excuse me, maybe even have a guest on during this to have some banter back and yeah. forth about what people are talking about. Mm-hmm. That seems like that would be a more, um, not politically oriented type of show. That would be yeah, more have to, people nerding the fuck out, mm-hmm. bro. Oh, there'd be some major nerding out. Hell all yeah. anime and, and all that other shit. So. You know what I've been wanting to get into? What? Well, and I, the thing is, is, I started it a while back because the, the, the concept for the show is just so amazing. Mm-hmm. Is Attack on Titan. Oh, that's so good. Okay, look. Don't, I'm not, not spoiling anything. Don't. I'm not spoiling anything. I'm, where I left off was uh, the last thing I remember is that people can turn into Titans, mm-hmm. and I don't know why. So Season two, probably? Dude, bar- barely. It might even be season one. It might even be season one. If it it's might. season two, it's right at the – because I didn't if, get if deep into it. If it's season one, it's near the end of season one. The first episode try, is enough to shake to anyone who hasn't seen it to their core. Right now, they're on season four. Yeah. Um, so show's taking its time because this show's been around for years. It, I, see, I don't think this will spoil anything other than to say that season four is the last season. But the way they did it is, is they're going to have like one more episode that they're making later to finish it off. Really? It's weird. Like, I don't know why they did it that way. Um, I don't know if they're going to have like a mini, a mini series to finish it. Metalocalypse is coming back with a movie. Shit. Yes, I'm gonna uh, watch the fuck out of that. But uh, I that that is a weird way to to to, to try to wrap things it, up. But at least they're gonna is. try to wrap them up. Yeah, it will. The whole season fours. I, I can't say nothing, but it's 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 awesome. Uh, watch Attack on Titan. For anyone out there who doesn't know what the premise is, the last of humanity 
is living in a three-walled circular city. Uh, the poor people live on the outermost edge, and uh, the more well-to-do live in the middle or innermost yeah. sanctum of this huge city. It's actually gigantic if you do a little deep diving into the research, how many people live there, the square kilometers, even though we live in America and we say different things here. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> all these hundred foot tall people with blank crazy there's expressions of heights but yes yeah there's different yeah, ones yeah, but yeah, but, yeah. but they're all huge they're all giants compared to the, us the smallest ones are probably at least three times the height of the human and that's the smallest one yeah they they just show up they're naked they have crazy faces mm -hmm. and they eat people yep that alone, I'm just like, bruh, this yeah. is this the is funny awesome. Thing is, is they don't even digest the people. They eat them, and then they spit them back out in balls of blood. And, and I don't even recall out. this. That's in season one. I'm sure it is, but I don't. Okay. It's been. It's, it's been, not a spoiler. Well, it's been. It's years. not a spoiler for you. But it's, no, it's been years since I've yeah. seen it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just I started the anime. Yeah. I'm not yeah. as big of an anime like, watcher. They have butts, but they don't have buttholes. Huh. They don't have a digestive tract. So I'm, 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 these are all things I'm going to learn again then. Yeah. Because if it's all in yeah, the first season, I just forgot. You don't watch it all. It's, and like, listeners, you don't even know, bro. You no. don't know. You don't know either, Travis. But I love... I, I, do, I, do, I do know... Whatever, however far I got, I know that these things are were created or something like that. They're not just some... They're more... They're... Well, don't tell me. Yeah. Because I don't know. Yeah, you don't know. But I, because you brought up anime... And the convention. I just wanted to throw yeah. that out there. Big Dragon Ball fan, but mm -hmm. I just want to say, as far as a newer anime goes, mm -hmm. not from. If you're talking about a gritty, okay. If you're talking about like a gritty horror style, amazing plot like Attack on Titans. It's one of my favorites. Visceral, crazy yes. shit. Yes. To watch these things, mm -hmm. it's terrifying though. And I want to see the animation is amazing. The animation's great, but I also still I want to see the uh, the Japanese films they've made, mm -hmm. the live action films. Yeah, Because yeah, yeah. even though some of the effects look like they obviously mm -hmm. look a little hokey, mm -hmm. but to they, see how creepy they can get. At the same time, I've, well, I've seen clips. Oh, okay. At the same time, they still kind of manage to mm -hmm. actually get the creep factor up there really high. Because yeah, I've watched, I've watched uh, the live action of, of Death Note. Yeah, me too. Which it wasn't. I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it, but it wasn't what the anime was. I sure. would say that. Um, it wasn't terrible though. It was. It was good for what it was. And then I watched the live action of Bleach, which is like another anime, and they did all right with it too. So like they're they're doing pretty decent jobs with with like live action conversions. I also really want to get into One Piece. I've heard people okay. say that that is probably the so, best anime of all time. I want to get into One Piece because I'm a huge. Uh, Naruto, Naruto fan. Yeah, and everyone who's like, "Oh, you like Naruto? Well, then you need to watch." Really? You need to watch One Piece. That's interesting because uh, every everywhere everywhere I've, I haven't seen that. I'm not saying I'm not saying it ain't true. Yeah, I've seen everyone say if you like Dragon Ball Z, watch One Piece. Oh, okay. I've heard people say if you like Dragon Ball Z, watch Naruto. I've mm -hmm. heard people say if you like Dragon Ball Z, watch Bleach. Yeah, I'm like all those are great enemies. Um, so, but is, so is the, the, is Dragon Ball the that's the pawpaw? Is yeah, the Papa yeah, of all these animes? Well, pretty, pretty, pretty much. Um, you'd have to go back to like Yu Yu Hakusho, uh, Trigun. Um, there's some older animes before Dragon Ball, but Dragon Ball is kind of the one for our generation. 
Trigon's older than Dragon Ball? It's no. Yu Yu Hakusho's older than Dragon Ball. Okay, Yu Yu Hakusho's probably older than Dragon Ball. Because TV Dragon Ball started in the eighties. So did Yu Yu. It did. I want to say. Ooh, we I'd could, have to look the data. We could fact check it right now, but we're not gonna. No, we're not gonna. We're not gonna no, do it. No, except the cosmic indifference, bitch. That's right. You go fucking look it up. <laughs> we got time for that shit. We no, talk. We don't. We don't. <laughs> um, but the issue with One Piece is it's a very daunting task. You're talking, I think they're almost at like 900 episodes. Yeah, it's so long. It's it's they, an endeavor. If it's been going on it. for like decades. So um, I want to get into it, but the investment of time to get into it at this point is hard to do. Doesn't it suck that like there's, there's things you want to invest in because you know it's going to pay off? Yeah. But the amount of time, I try to tell people, watch Breaking Bad, and they're like, well, how long is it? Five seasons. Five seasons that's ain't not, that long. That's not that bad, to be honest. And and there's only 62 episodes mm-hmm. and then a movie mm-hmm. afterwards. So you're looking at maybe 66 hours total of, 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 yeah. of time to dedicate to this show. Just go get COVID. You'll have two weeks off. That's and right. you can binge watch it. You can easily. watch the whole fucking You can watch thing. all of it, and then you can go watch like Lord of the Rings five times and still have time to sleep. You don't even need COVID. You can watch it in one weekend. Yeah. Well, take your Friday off or your Monday off. Yeah. And if you, well, you don't can, sleep, you can space it out. You can watch. I mean, it. I binge watched The Office for the first time um, last year, mm-hmm. all the way through, and uh, and also I did The Office, and then I did um, Scrubs. Great fuck. Both great both shows. Them. Both of them great. Well, Scrubs, everything except for that last season. I haven't seen it. You don't need to. That's what I figured when I watched the yeah. show. Yeah. Because Jade... Uh, They're only in it for like a, an episode. Yeah, yeah. They, the Zach Braff and... They was all new people. They were trying to kind of reboot it. was almost it. all... I almost think, all. I think the people. only one that made more of a regular appearance was maybe Dr. Cox. Cox was there. Yeah. But Which, the actor that... I wish I knew his he's name. He's the, he's the best. And he was in um, the Belco Experiment. Have you ever seen that? Yes. Yes. Dude. The Belco Experiment... I want to watch it. I want them to make a second one. I really want them to make a second one. And back when I first watched that film mm-hmm. and gave it a rating, which I haven't done on the nightclub, mm-hmm. so there's nothing there yet for that movie. Yeah. Yet, I think yeah. one day You're we'll talk now about we're getting it. exclusive content, people. For maybe one day. Yeah. It, it, it ain't <laughs> Mama's box. Yeah. Which go listen to the nightclub to find out what the fuck Mama's box is. Mm-hmm. Um, but. I would I, I think about that movie more than a lot of other horror movies that people would rank higher from mm-hmm. from from either that year or even that time period which yeah. is the the late 2010s. Mm-hmm. Belco experiment keeps me coming back in thought. I've only seen the film one time. So you need to watch it again though. And I, and I will. It's yeah. just it's just building and I hope that when I do watch it again it either a holds up to the first watch or exceeds it. Yeah. Cuz uh when it comes to films, I I I, re- I think I need to watch the end too. To be honest. Yeah, I remember there being some really I, fucking. Cool I mean, scenes, it depends what man. you consider recent. I probably watched it in the last year, but the problem is I watch so much stuff and I read so much stuff. Yeah. That like, I don't have that. I I work and and like, I'm not saying I work more than you. I just don't get to dedicate enough yeah. as much time yeah, to yeah. Like, well the last all, film I watched was probably like a week ago. In, in all fairness, you still have two young kids. Well 
You got young kids too. What okay, the fuck yeah. are you talking about? Well, my son's five. Yeah. And my daughter's seven. So they're young, but the point is, is they do their own thing. They kinda. do their own thing, kind of. Yeah. So I can watch a, a show, or and like I don't have to worry about them crying or changing their butts or <laughs> you know even feeding them to a certain extent. Like my daughter knows how to make her own nachos. Whoa. She loves nachos. There oh, you go, Emily. She loves nachos. I like how earlier you were. You, I I think you really didn't think I like that that I didn't know you had a daughter. I know. I was like, what? Well, he didn't. Yeah, I was doing. Yeah, that's what. But um, <laughs> the point is, I do have a little bit more time than you do at this juncture, probably to be able to dedicate to movies. Even then, there's some times where I can't. I mean, I, if I got stuff to do around the house or whatever, you know, it is. Hi. Envy Mark Nato from the horror cast. Yeah. That guy gets to watch he last year he and again, this is the year of COVID, so mm-hmm. circumstances being what they are. But he said he wasn't even that far off the mark from previous years when there was no COVID mm-hmm. shutting everyone in to watch only movies. This dude racked up like seven to nine hundred 2020 horror watches. Holy shit. That's not counting everything else he watched, which could have been older horror or other films or yeah. shows in general. Yeah. How the fuck did they even have that much horror in 2020? Oh, they did. They had they had over... This is only on Letterboxd. I could find I this you. number. And this is back when I looked months mm-hmm. ago. There was over 1,400 original horror films for the year 2020. Holy shit. We're talking everything from big, big, big budget studio films to yeah. – because to, Letterboxd, if you go in and mm-hmm. you put the, the information and in, it's going to be in there. Yeah. To like – I shot a fucking horror film. Yeah. If I go put the shit on yeah. there, it's in there. I it counts. So Letterboxd will tally that up. Mm-hmm. Um, but this dude watched 900 of the 1,400 films that came out. So fucking crazy. That's yeah, more than half. Like, yeah. Well, and you know how many of those were trash? That's a lot of hours, man. That's a lot of time. That's a lot of time. I thank God for people like Mark Nato, though. Yeah. Because if he wouldn't sift through the garbage, mm-hmm. I wouldn't I wouldn't be able to find the gems. You're right. Not all of them. I mean, some of it's taste. There's always a little bit of garbage in the... There's and a the lot mix. of garbage. Oh, There's yeah. a lot of horror lot garbage. Of, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But. Hargar, we call that in the, Har-gar. In the horror community. Hargar. Har-gar. We don't. No one does. No, I do now. I'm making it. Yeah, it's hashtag it's, Hargar. Yeah. So, with, it's, it's, it's. Hashtag origins, hashtag fix these playgrounds. <laughs> That's right. I get royalties now, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I wish. Right. Because oh. <laughs> I'll be hashtagging shit all the time. Like, oh, what? Yeah. Dude, come on, yeah. man. Somebody see this. Mm-hmm. See this, please. <laughs> <laughs> where, 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 where the hell did we come from? I don't know where, where we were going with that. We're just talking about watching stuff. Oh, yeah. And yeah. like dedicating the time to it. Like one oh, piece. This all goes back to your Comic Con yeah. episode idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Where I'm going to go to Comic Con. I'll work at the booth for a little while, help Miss Kidder out. And then after that. In my free time, I'll try to get people. To, well, while I'm working, I'll try to get people to sign up, and I'll do tortured earth shit. An hour, an hour section. At oh, a time. oh, I no, I'm talking about for fixies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, tortured earth stuff's me working in the booth and helping out. If you, who's gonna be at Comic Con, or y'all don't know yet? Um, like big names. 
I'd have to look. They have some. Big they names. have some big names. I saw. I saw a flyer. I say flyer. Basically, a poster on a wall, and I recognize some of them. For so. for listeners out there, the Lafayette, Louisiana Comic Con is not like the San Diego Comic Con. Oh, it's not nearly that big. No, and we don't get the A list or even sometimes B list people. But we get we, we get some folks that come through, and I mean, everyone's a fan of somebody. Yeah. So I think it would just be cool to talk to like, dude, if I could talk to Billy the Blue Ranger, I would be like, bruh, you know how influential you were to me? Kidders talked to some of the Red Rangers, like the original Red Ranger. Jason? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Tommy? Yeah. I well, don't think Tom- he, talk- he didn't talk to Tommy. Tommy became a Red Ranger yeah. after he was the Green Yeah, but like, like, since he's, since Kidders technically part of the circuit, like, they all set up before it starts, so yeah. like they help each other out if they need tables or whatever. Sweet. So like he's he's gotten to uh, he's over there carrying around Tommy the Green Ranger's fucking tables. Oh and shit, shit, bro! <laughs> bro. I mean the Green Ranger was such a savage. Yes. It's like fuck all five of you other Rangers. It's my favorite Power Ranger. I'm I'm the baddest motherfucker around. And I stuck around through the Turbo period. So. Oh yeah. Uh, that's four different periods of Power Ranger. Which they're like in twenty different genre uh, eras of Power Ranger by now. Okay, so the one that you're gonna really, really like, Travis, for this Comic Con. Yeah. Who we got? Doug motherfucking oh, Jones. Oh, that fucking this guy right here is. Uh, okay, a, so an aficionado he, of not aficionado, an expert in making himself look creepy as fuck in different horror films because of his body. This yes. is, again, like you. You could be a big, crazy Frankenstein. Mm-hmm. Well, he could be goddamn Pan from Pan's He's Labyrinth kind of if he wants. Yeah, which he was in Pan's Labyrinth. Is, he, is, is his picture featured on there? Because I don't want to get that wrong, but I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah, that's him. Yeah, he also played as the Silver Surfer. In, oh, really? In, yeah, it's right here. I believe he was also the Crooked Man from the Conjuring movie. I think that's this guy. Maybe. Could be. I don't Could know. Be. Okay, so also, um, if you've watched, I mean, what's, what's, what's the uh, the devil movie with the guy with the fist? Oh, Hellboy. Hellboy. Yeah, he's the fish man. Yeah, he's the Abe, fish man Abe in that, and he's also the fish man in The Shape of Water. For real? Yeah. So Doug, okay, so Doug Jones, guys, see, I'm even learning here, motherfucking Oscar winner, all right? He was in an Oscar winning film. Yeah. And he was like, the second to main character, pretty much. Pretty yeah. Much. yeah. In then, a way, the main, sort of. And then for any other, um, like, Disney nerds from back in the day, um, he played as the British zombie dude. Oh, that was in Hocus, Hocus Pocus, Pocus, man. That's him? That's him. That's amazing. The, the young boy, well... They cut he, he wasn't the young boy in the in the movie, but he was the zombie yeah. of it. So where, where he cuts the strings off his lips yeah. and and stuff, and he ends up being like the cat. That's so fucking... Yeah, he's so, uh, Binks. Yeah. So just in case y'all wanted to know, he's going to be in Lafayette for Louisiana Comic Con. Doug Jones is a Comic-Con. fucking legend. Um, if y'all watch Supernatural, Samantha Smith... Played in Supernatural as Sam and Dean's mother. She'll be there. Can ask her all about Sam and Dean's adventures. All of it. Um, they almost had a Supernatural episode or, or, or a mini mini arc mm-hmm. where they were going to fight Jason. 
Really? They couldn't they couldn't agree on terms and oh, conditions and shit. That would have been awesome. Well the main you wanna know what the main holdback was back mm-hmm. then? That I this is what I've heard. Is that uh the creators of Supernatural nixed the idea. Really? They were like, so far everything's been very supernatural oriented, made of the show for yeah. the show. Yeah. We don't want to introduce this outside entity that is a big franchise all its own. Mm-hmm. And Kind of convoluted. Yeah. Well, I, I'm like, dude, fuck and look, that. I love man. Supernatural. They should have made it. I've never seen Supernatural, Supernatural okay. but I know it has a well, big fan base. I love Supernatural, and I'm still not completely caught up with Supernatural. The thing is, is they were supposed to end, they were supposed to have their last season with their season 10. Really? And now they finally finished up, and they're on, like, their last season is like season 15. So just to tell you, the, the, Original conclusion of Supernatural happened, and there was such a fanfare and a, and a demand for the show that it continued for the next five years. And the actors of Sam and Dean Winchester had a huge part. Jensen Ackles and um, I forget the other guy's name, but they started taking more of a heavier role in directing, producing, writing for the show. Wow. So they I have like they have episodes where it's them running running everything, um, and then they started having some cool some cool episode ideas. Uh, they had kind of like a, a Ferris Bueller's Day Off, where like the day keeps repeating episode. Um, I think that's right. No, no, that's not the plot of Ferris Bueller's Day My Off. Bad. Groundhog's Day, more so. That's what it is. My bad. It's Groundhog's Day um, type of episode. Um, they had. Episode I was going to say, if they skipped out on just going to school, then that well, it was that's awesome, it was, yeah, but I don't know what kind no, of school, because I don't was, know anything. Yeah. I know that there are two brothers who travel the country. They travel the country, and they they basically go around killing monsters that kill people. You, you want to know? Hunters. Do you want to know where the, I, the whole concept for that show came from? Where? The Phantasm franchise. Really? Yeah. Okay. Reggie and Mike going around the mm-hmm. country chasing the, the tall man. Yeah. That's where Supernatural, really? the, 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 the seed of the show. Yeah, yeah. I'm not saying it's like Phantasm. No, I'm just saying the seed of the road trip. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was, it was out, an idea spawned. Yeah. And then it was it was embellished and produced on or created on. Um, it's a great show. I love Supernatural. I want to get into it one it's day. It's good. It's, it's a lot of seasons The fan long. base loves it, so it, it makes me think. It has a lot of great story. In it. Yeah, that's what I want to see. And a lot of, a lot of like, as someone with, like, the nightclub that appreciates, like, those actual, like, kind of historical lore mm-hmm. of ancient gods and monsters. Fuck yeah. The show has it. Shit's awesome. So. That's, um, that's, that's my bread, butter, and blood. Yeah. And cum. Yeah. And <laughs> cum. Uh. But, and butt stuff. Yeah, so if y'all need a show to watch, watch Supernatural. I believe it's on Hulu. It might be on Netflix right now, too. Damn, okay. So I can access I, I want to say it's definitely on Hulu, but... If Netflix. it's on Hulu, it's not on Netflix. Okay. They don't be partying together. I don't know which one has it. One of them has it. So, for at least a little while, anyway. They be swapping. Yeah, you know how the rights go. Yeah. Well, I have the distrib- distribution rights, but I yeah. but I don't might, have the streaming rights. might end up rights. on like Disney two weeks from now. You never know. No. Well, yeah, you never know that you Disney. Know, man. There's Disney's a rumor. Been, Disney's been making moves. There's a rumor that Disney wants to buy DC. I've I've heard. I think that rumor is not going to be true because I read something else where 
um, Disney, no, uh, 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 da, 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 DC, uh-huh. Warner Media mm-hmm. is going to merge with Discovery, and they're going to let the guy, the CEO, or whoever runs Discovery, mm-hmm. he's going to oversee all of the Warner Brothers shit, mm-hmm. and that this guy, this person, is going to t- tell all the executives that made the Zack Snyder Snyder decisions about cutting him out, redoing Justice League, Mm -hmm. but then in response to HBO Max picking it up and 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 basically forcing yeah the Snyder version of a a Snyder cut of Justice League to come through. A lot of people are speculating he's gonna fucking either can all those people or tell them to shut the fuck up. Yeah, which needs to happen. And that Zack Snyder is gonna get act not only access. But if he's lured back to um, w- WB, mm-hmm. he will get full creative control, possibly. Because cause right now he just put out um, Army of the Dead yes, on Netflix. Yes, I want to watch. Yeah, I haven't seen it either, but apparently it's very successful. Mm-hmm. Uh, huge numbers, huge. Mm-hmm. And netflix is probably going to try to lock him down as an exclusive I mean, why not? director for their shit that, yeah. or or his own shit to be put yeah. out on there yeah so that the sweetening of the deal if he went back to wb would be well you gotta let me do what i want to do with yeah. the, with justice league and with that the, the dc mean, universe if you're, if you're pulling zack snyder then you need to let him if anything if the snyder cut of of uh justice league fucking justice league which i think yeah but wasn't it called something else no was called Justice League. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So the Snyder cut of Justice League. They they had the black and white version, which was yeah. called Justice is Gray. Yeah. But anyway, the, the, yeah. The, the point is, is you gave Zack Snyder millions of dollars to remake a movie that you already put out, like eighty million or more. Yeah. It was yeah. it was a ridiculous amount of money, and they made their money back. I can guarantee that. Um, it was hugely successful. Mm-hmm. And if you're trying to pull him back, you're giving him the keys to the the keys to the kingdom. You have to. Why would you not? I feel like with Kevin Feige running Marvel, mm-hmm. and and I, I want to preface what I'm about to say with this: I am not a huge comic book movie yeah. fan. Yeah, which this was noted in the first episode. It was okay. Well, then I won't say it. But if you're gonna let Kevin Feige run Marvel, let the, the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Why not let Zack Snyder and 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 his buddy Nolan, Christopher yeah. Nolan's involved yeah. in this shit yeah. too. Let them run the DC shit. And let's see what happens because you know what else? There's already talks of a Mortal Kombat DC crossover. Mm. How fucking awesome. <laughs> Have you seen the new Mortal Kombat film? I liked it. I, I, I it, ha- it had some issues. Yes. It had some issues. The acting wasn't the best. Some of the storylines was kind of eh. They added a whole new character. I don't care about that. Okay. Don't care. Okay. But here's here's the thing, and some of it's very much nostalgia driven. This is the first time I've ever talked about this on oh, the show, okay. by the way. Yeah. Um. But look, if you liked Mortal Kombat, played Mortal Kombat, you're gonna like this. You're game. gonna like Fucking this movie. movie, just like you probably the, like the original the, movie. The, the fatalities was amazing. Scorpion and Sub Zero's story being explored. Yes. Awesome. That was a great focal point. Yeah. Which I mean, I'm gonna be honest. It was probably the best story aspect of the entire movie which totally. just so happened to be the beginning of the movie spoiler alert well um, and the thread but, throughout and the, well the thread throughout but yeah. like the main the main part of it was beginning and then 
the rest of the movie intertwined with that and also well, you got to get introduced to the world yes yes, yes, yes and yes. and and i think the avatar the new character is us yeah and we get introduced to the world cuz there's new people coming in mm-hmm. that didn't play the games yep and some people make the argument you should make the movie for the fans. I think if you watch the film, they kind of... This movie is for the fans. It's pretty There's much for no the fans. Question. My biggest gripe of the whole movie mm-hmm. is that they wasted... And this is spoilers. Yeah, go ahead. Spoilers for Mortal Kombat 2021. Uh-huh. They wasted Goro. Mm-hmm. Completely, utterly... Even in the first... The original movie. Not first. The original film from mm-hmm. 95 or 7... By yeah. uh, Paul W. S. Anderson, I believe. Who? Uh, anyway, I can't remember. Yeah, I can't it's remember. It's been a while, but anyway. But Homeboy, whoever made the film, they built Goro up into being a terrifying entity, which he was. Which he was, yeah. and even even to this day, to this day, he's scarier in that film than he is in the new one. Correct. Hundred oh, yeah, percent. Yeah. And guess what? He was really on screen. In the original, too. So look into that if you haven't. But um, practical always trumps CGI. Um, ask anyone who's a fan of uh, what's uh, Fast, uh, Fast and Furious. Whenever they film something actually on screen versus a CGI dump, yeah, it's probably going to get a better reaction. Oh, yeah, definitely. As you could tell, that's just flipping through the air, oh, yeah. breaking all over yeah. the place. And unapologetically, I watch every Fast and Furious movie they ever put out. Mm-hmm. Now, supposedly, the way they're talking... The franchise will end sooner rather than later. I think they have another two or three movies and they're done. They want to do a crossover, and this oh, really? is this is pie in the sky. Mm-hmm. But they want to do a crossover with the MonsterVerse. Really? Where they have Fast and the Furious mix into Godzilla and the Kaiju. Okay. Yeah. That would be interesting. It's not going to happen. That sounds it's, crazy, it's just, but it, it it would be crazy or Transformers, either one. I mean, I'm gonna go ahead and say that Fast Transformers and would make more sense. I'm gonna go ahead and say that Fast and Furious is so crazy. It can happen. It could happen. Yeah. Uh, They're gonna go to space. That's a real thing. That's gonna yeah. happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, just just a preview of the the newest nine. I think it is. Um, even just a preview is crazy. Crazy. Are they going to space? Not in. Not the yet. Pre- I think they will. I think this movie they do. I want to say Vin said that they were going to space. I read space. about this years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think this was right after Paul Walker died. R.I.P. Don't yeah, get don't, around six or seven. Don't get in fast cars with crazy people. Yeah. Um, lesson learned. He was such a great person too. But <laughs> years ago, I remember reading that they were like, one day this is going to go to space, and I'm yeah. like, okay, so are we going to see like cars dropping out of space shuttles? Mm-hmm. And like plummeting towards the earth, and and then Vin Diesel's like, gotta kick our nitro nitro boosters, something. We gotta protect the family <laughs> in space. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. that's what it is. It's about fast cars, family, Corona, S- Corona the beer, not yeah. not the virus. SNL always makes me think of uh, when they did a, a skit where they introduced Vin Diesel, but it's it's all Bambi. Yeah. It's a Bambi remake, and Vin Diesel plays Thumper. That's awesome. And someone's like, why they call you Thumper? And he's like, because I'm always thumping. <laughs> and I'm like, it sounds just like Vin Diesel. <laughs> <laughs> but it's Thumper. Um, but I, Fast and Furious is just me and Mary, my wife's guilty pleasure. 
Nice. She watches them with me, and I probably get just as much of enjoyment out of the fact that she enjoys watching it with me as I do from watching the movies. <laughs> yeah. Well, it, I don't know if she had watched it with me before, but we we had Christmas with Life Hunter and them. We played Dirty Santa, and somebody had gotten like because at the time I think there was only like five or six Fast and Furious movies out. Well, they they bought the collection of like DVDs of it, Bullshit. and they and they that was one of the gifts for like um, Dirty Santa. So we ended up getting like the first five or six Blu-ray editions of Fast and Furious. Yeah, probably marathon them. Huh? We did. Yeah. Oh yeah, we watched them all. Over. It was awesome. I've okay. only seen the third and the fifth one. Okay. Third one I hated. Tokyo Drift. Yeah. Because it wasn't. I just didn't like the movie. Apparently, this this the one that just came out nine ties the third one into the series. Well, I don't know anything about the first two yeah. other than Paul Walker and Vin Diesel become partners at mm-hmm. some point. Um, well, and, and those are the the ones that most people like because after probably after like the fourth one, I think part five gets a lot of love too, though because yeah, okay. I I watch part five, five at theaters. Five is Fast and Furious, right? It's just Fast and Furious. I, I don't know, man. Okay, so well, Fast Five. <laughs> yeah, it, it might have been Fast Five. I don't know. Um, yeah, so, where they dragged the bank vault through the city streets. Yeah, that was awesome. I saw that in theaters with Eric. Okay. And he, he, he was like, come on, man. And I'm like, dude, I don't like these movies. He's like, no, come on. So I went. Mm-hmm. I'm watching the movie. And I'm like, this is kind of awesome. Mm-hmm. Like like the, 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 the spectacle. Yeah. And it's, and, and, and it's, it, it's fun. It's it was action, a lot of fun. And it's a spectacle and it's entertaining. Part three was not fun for me. But part no, five was part three super was, fun. Mm-hmm. Part three is like the, the redheaded stepchild. Okay. We're going to go ahead and take an animation, people. And we'll be back. All right, we're back, folks, from our intermission. Yeah, I had to smoke, and I had to make some more caffeine, and I want to say, you better feel loved. Oh, yeah? Yeah, you know why? Why? Because at the time of this recording, mm-hmm. it's a Friday night. Do you know what Friday night means right now for me? Every Friday on Shutter, the horror exclusive, it's like the Netflix of horror. Mm-hmm. I pimped them so much on the nightclub, they should sponsor us. They should. Um, Joe Bob is yeah. live streaming part of his new episode, and tonight, oh, snap. two first-time watches would have happened for me. Mm-hmm. Train to Busan oh, and Spookies. Okay. One is a new film, one is an older film. Oh, so, I just wanted to say, just... Feel loved, motherfucker. Mm-hmm. All right, because yeah. I'm missing out on. Uh, I appreciate it. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't miss the recording with Trev. Like you, <laughs> like you mentioned. I, well, did you say this on air or no? We were talking off air. You said that I, I, I was responding to the the call. Yeah, yeah, yeah you did. Yeah, yeah, that was that was on. Uh, that was the beginning of this episode. I saw my buddy was like, you know what? I need somebody. Yeah. Got to record. I'd love to record because, like you, I just want to do a, a pod, man. I just want to do a show. I just want to have a conversation. Yeah. And even though Nightclub is more scripted, um, we still go ten- tangenting oh, yeah. oh, off yeah. the cuff, everything else like that. So, no, I just saw I was I was uh, during our break. I was looking at uh, what Joe Bob was playing tonight. I got you. Because it's always a mystery. Mm-hmm. Until the night of, oh. and no matter how much people guess and speculate, they're never right. Really, they're never right. 
No, I know it is. It, yeah. it, it makes it really cool. Like, what's he going to play? For anyone who ain't a fan or doesn't know about Joe Bob Briggs, um, if you grew up uh, watching Monster Vision on TNT like I did, uh-huh. he just introduced you to horror, and he's continuing to do that on Shudder. Mm-hmm. Five bucks a month, 56 bucks a year. If you like horror, it's most certainly worth it. And even if you don't, it's probably still worth it. Yeah, because every once in a while, you're going to be like, huh. They have great movies on it. Well, simple. yeah, they have, They have. if you're a horror fan, they have oodles. Mm-hmm. Everything's great, pretty much. Um, yeah. What, I, we didn't get to this on the nightclub, and, and if we rehash this mm-hmm. on my show later, who cares? Because mm-hmm. some people might not hear it. But I wanted to ask you, and, and now we're gonna we we are since he's here since he's at my house we're gonna slowly bleed into the nightclub Let's slightly just That's a little fine. bit. When you were growing up, mm-hmm. little, what was your first exposure to horror films? Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna caveat that to film slash TV. Okay, the first movie. I remember watching that I could think of was from Dust Still Dawn. Whoa, that's a that's a crazy one. Oh, I, I had to cover my eyes a couple times because I was that old. Well, not only because of the awesome mm-hmm. uh, visual effects and special effects in that film, but also because if you go into From Dusk Till Dawn blind, not mm-hmm. knowing what the plot is. You have no idea that oh, it's yeah. going to turn into yeah, a horror film. A young, kid, a young kid. Now, the other thing is, is it was a couple TV series. One, obviously, most people know X Files. I have never seen. I've seen some episodes. I've never been an X Files devotee. They, they have some very interesting stuff. They used to scare the shit out of me when I was younger. <laughs> To tie into Breaking Bad again, mm-hmm. Vince Gilligan used to direct X Files episodes. Mm-hmm. Brian Cranston played a neo Nazi on one oh, of those episodes really? where his performance as a villain mm-hmm. conveyed sympathy. So later in life, when Vince Gilligan was writing Breaking Bad, he said, I think Brian Cranston's gonna, I think he would be Walter mm-hmm. White. That's my Walter White. Damn. So they, they, they were, uh, Tiptoeing around the idea and even talked to Matthew Broderick mm-hmm. about playing Walter White. Yeah. But eventually went with Cranston. Um, I would love to see the version of Breaking Bad where Matthew Broderick was Walter White. Mm-hmm. Not because I hate Cranston's performance or dislike mm-hmm. it at all. It's one of the most perfect performances, in my yeah. opinion, of all time. I think he won some awards for that. Performance. He won a lot of awards for it, and he got, to me, the highest achievement because I respect the man. As much as I'm sure Cranston does, mm-hmm. he got a personal letter from Anthony Hopkins. Oh man! A personal letter, uh-huh. written to him, sent to his house, saying your performance as Walter White is the most convincing and best performance of anyone ever that I've ever seen mm-hmm. ever. That's from Anthony. That's high honor, yeah, sir, Anthony Hopkins. Yeah, yeah. I would be like, I'm Sh- done. I'd shit my pants. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> Not, not I'm done. I'd still work no, like no, he is. Yeah, yeah, but I'd be like... I mean, you the, reach the pinnacle. Right? This is it. Yeah. And and I'm fine with that. Yeah. Because this is it. Like, I'm, I'm getting goosebumps. I'm getting the free songs. 
the goosebumps. <laughs> you're not even, and I'm not even Brian Cranston. I've nothing, nothing to, do to do with it. With it I'm just like, this is the best for him. Mm-hmm. That's the best. Yeah. So, sorry, X-Files. No, so, X-Files. Um, I think they're more along the lines of, of creature, feature. And I say that because a lot of the stuff they're dealing with is aliens. aliens. Yeah. But also... So sci-fi, mutated forms of creatures. It's and horror. One of the scariest ones I ever saw was they were dealing with some kind of bug entity that would literally like there's a swarm of them and they would just like cocoon you into this like web and just eat you. <laughs> and there was they were highly intelligent. So like if you if you were going in your car to try to get away from them, they would fly through the air conditioner vents and then trap like in into your into oh. the cab and then get you and just get the fuck out because how do you stop you can't you can't stop them. they get into the airtight yeah. spaces yeah, yeah, yeah exactly you're like you just fucked so uh but x-files okay um some stephen king stuff yeah boy the stand which i don't yes. know if you want to call that specifically horror i guess you yes it is it's horror. yeah and then i remember watching the langoliers yeah yeah the TV, TV show. The TV, like, <laughs> but, um, As and, a kid, I could see that being freaky. Those, yeah, and those were the ones I remember off, off you know. I love that you brought up the Langoliers, man, because if you watch that today, mm-hmm. it's so full of over-the-top. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And But it's still got enough good acting in it that, just like The Stand, it's got over-the-top mm-hmm. uh, cheesy shit oh, in yeah. it. But you know what? The quality behind it still present and and the story is still really good i believe mick garris directed both of those really? miniseries okay yeah I know that. him and stephen king are, are boys I gotcha. yeah so those were just early early stuff you know mm-hmm. um and then around pre-teens i guess i wasn't i don't think well i was more of a teenager by the time i went back to my movie but I say preteens is when I started getting heavy back into the horror genre. I mean, it's not that I want to watch something, but when I started like flying deep into it, you know. Yeah, people so, have cycles with horror. I, yeah. I I've found my co-host on Joe Blow. He he fell out of horror around the same age that I did. Even though even though he and I are different uh, ages, mm-hmm. we both fell in and out around the same age in our own lives, gotcha. which was around the college age. So like. I fell out of horror to an extent. I'd still watch horror films, but mm-hmm. I wasn't as obsessed as I yeah. was as a as a late teen, mid to late teen, yeah. as I was through my early twenties. Mid to late twenties, got back in. Mm-hmm. So did Boss Tuna on Joe Blow Horror Show, yeah. and it's just been pounding mm-hmm. that shit mm-hmm. since then, dude. Because to me, the horror genre, and this is just it's my opinion, yeah. I think it's the most diverse genre that can branch out to other genres mm-hmm. and add its own elements to it. Yeah. Horror can can add its own elements to other genres, but once I feel like once horror is added to another genre to a certain degree, mm-hmm. you can lump it in with horror. Mm-hmm. That's why I consider films like Joker, I consider it a horror film mm-hmm. if you want to. If you want to just call it a dark drama, that's fine. I respect mm-hmm. that and I agree. But if you want to call it a horror and I do, yeah. I say it's yeah, a horror could, film yeah. based on other movies in the horror canon that are similar to it. Mm-hmm. Um, so so your early experience was 
uh, man, Stephen King just runs through. But it's it, you. He's the man. He's the he's the one. To, he's he's that guy for the eighties, nineties. I mean, he's still very he's still relevant that guy. To today. He's like still he's, that guy. He's the king of that genre for those things. Stephen, I mean, there's no question. Isn't it about funny him. that his name is King? Yeah, and he's yeah. the king of horror. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The most successful author of all time, of all time. Oh, really? Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, oh. I'm not surprised, but like, I didn't know the actual successful. Yeah, even more than Shakespeare. Yeah, it's crazy. Even though Shakespeare, you know, they teach classes. Oh yeah, but but King is the most successful. I would say if if King could be toned down for a classroom setting, he he'd be all up in them books. I mean, I was reading King in high school easily, so it's not like. I think there will. I, there probably are already actually courses taught they might about have him. Excerpts. I'm sure. Uh, I, I, I think there's probably some yeah. somewhere at different mm-hmm. colleges courses oh, taught about his writing. For sure. But I think one day he will be definitely like a high, uh, what you'd call it, like a, a benchmark mm-hmm. for, for for what horror fiction is. Yeah. He played a big part in my life, and um, I mean, he's already a staple of the of the writing genre. There's no question about that. I mean, some of the best movies I've ever seen. Come from his work. Just think about it. I mean, the best, some of the best books. I mean, Dark Tower is definitely one of my top five. And I mean, shout out to the Dark Tower Palaver podcast. Oh yeah, Tad and Peter. Um, I mean, that's a great book series. But I mean, go look at uh, what's some of the other ones he's done. I mean, he's done a lot of famous ones, but he did Shawshank, right? Shawshank. Yeah, Shawshank. Shawshank was Green him. Mile. Green Mile, which the is Shining, two. The Stand. Yeah, and these are all movies that like, Carrie. Pet Cemetery, mm-hmm. Cujo. I mean, yeah. the the list. Yes, yeah, so the list goes on. But I'm saying, like, okay, so Shawshank, hot take. Well, it's not really a hot take. Uh, Shawshank's probably one of my hundred out of a hundred movies, like ranking wise. Mm-hmm. Um, probably the Green Mile too. I need to. If if Green Mile's not a hundred, it's like a ninety nine. Yeah. So for whatever reason, there's one point that's arbitrarily missing. Yeah. Yeah. But <laughs> might as well add but it. But my point is, is like those are some movies that stand the test of time. There's no question. And, and don't get me wrong, like The Shining, that that'll always be a cult classic at the very least. It's not even a cult classic. Yeah. It's bigger than yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. The Shining, just in case you didn't know, mm-hmm. or listeners don't know. For whatever reason, I mean, this is inducted into the archives at the uh, what is that American Museum of of uh, the um, the film is preserved by yeah. America. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's yeah, it's yeah. it's in the annals of cinematic and yeah. art history yeah. for There's America. A United States Library. I forget what it's called. The Library of Congress. Yeah. That's where and it's they at. have literally everything. Clerks also by Kevin Smith has been in really yes that's awesome yes that's great but The Shining is is easily easily if you would take a hundred horror fans horror fans mm-hmm. and say would you consider The Shining one of the best horror films ever made easily the answer resoundingly would be yes um, has little to do with Stephen King's novel mm-hmm. very little other than the premise Stanley Kubrick completely made it his own. That being said, the source material is king. Yeah, the story is still king's. Yeah. And the yeah the sh- I, I'm not I'm not 
I'm not trying to be ugly. I just yeah. mean it's more than a cult classic. The Shining. Oh, no, is, that's fine. I was saying at the very least. At the but, yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah. At the very least, cult classic. Yeah. But yeah, it's. But I mean, some of this can be opinion, but like it's I, in the zeitgeist. Was, yeah, 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 yeah. So what was the? I can't ever remember her name. Talia Shire. No, no, no. It's the the. Um, that's the chick from Rocky. Even that's not even the no, right one from the show. No, no, no. I'm talking about. Uh, <laughs> it's not Mercy. What is it called? Where the chick. Bangs up old dude's legs. The writer. Oh, misery. misery. Any Wilkes. Yeah, mm-hmm. that that was a king also. Yes. So, have you watched fucking um the Hulu show? No. You still haven't watched it. I've heard. I've have heard things that it. that steered me away from it. I was all maybe, say. But I, I haven't heard the ending. I've just heard. There's so many Easter eggs that. Yeah. You don't have to watch it, but it like you'll get Castle you'll Rock get some is the, it, for anyone yeah. listening that the show is Castle yeah. Rock. It's a Hulu exclusive. It was produced by J.J. Abrams, and it's based around the Stephen King universe. And mm-hmm. there is references to all of his movies. Yeah, Annie Wilkes is a main character in the show. Two. Oh, season two. Okay, season one is different, but they make references in season one, and then they also have um, what's his name that plays as it. In oh, the, in the uh, versions. You know who I'm talking about. Yeah, I know his name. I'm just yeah. drawing the blank. I, I can't remember. He plays a great. Uh, Bill Skarsgård. Yeah, yeah. He played. He did a great, amazing job in Castle Rock and in. Um, well, I, I've said this already. I think. I think I he's think the, in Castle Rock. He might still be a version of it. It's very possible the way they wrote it. I don't want to spoil too much, but it doesn't matter because it's done. Yeah, it's gone. Yeah, I know. So. It was good while it lasted, though. Yeah, I, I think Bill Skarsgård is probably the scarier Pennywise in retrospect. As a child, Tim Curry frightened the fuck out of me in the original Ant miniseries. Tim Curry is so iconic with that. He is. Um, and I know a lot of people who buy into it because of, he was just iconic. I, I don't blame them. He was, he was scary in some scenes, yeah. and in other scenes, he is so corny. Mm-hmm. But amazing yeah. at the same time. Yeah, but the corny comes off because of the, the clown aspect, I think. It plays into that aspect. That's how they wrote the show. That's how they wrote that miniseries. If you read the novel, mm-hmm. Pennywise, I like that boy. Okay. No, he ain't, he ain't like Prince Albert. He does do something, but I think as, a, as far as an on-screen presence, mm-hmm. I think Bill Skarsgård is way creepier. And, and, just, and just watching him do the, the CGI acting. For, for some of the scenes. I haven't seen the behind the scenes stuff. Really? No. There's, there's one where they, they'll show his face with like the, the it face. Well, you and know, like he's doing all of those mannerisms with his face. I was going to say, you know the eye thing where, the, where his two eyes. Mm-hmm. So it uh, the Bill Skarsgård as Pennywise, sometimes his eyes will not cross but go the opposite yep. directions. His left eye will go all the way to the left. His right eye will go all the way to the right. You could think that's a CGI uh, uh, post-production effect. No, that's Bill Skarsgård just making his eyes go like that. So crazy. He can do that. He can control his, his eyeballs. His facial features are insane. He's creepy, man. I watched it and I was like, oh. and, and Tim Curry's facial features were creepy too. Yes. And if, yes. if you look at a picture of them at the same age, mm-hmm. making the the the. It looks. They look just like each other. Exactly. It's exactly. weird. Some of the mannerisms are on par, and I imagine Bill Skarsgård took it from 
Oh yeah. I'm sure I I, I have no doubt he, he studied it and if you, he was like, I'm gonna reenact this. If I were to get the role of Pennywise, mm-hmm. I would definitely watch their movies number one to study what they did right and number mm-hmm. two to study what I could do different. Yes. Not what but they did all, wrong. But, but also but, stay to the source material. Because, you know, some people like to take it, make it their own, and then it ends up like crap. Bill Skarsgård did not do that. He might he put his own little twist on it, but it was... I mean, I fully enjoyed the, the, the newer It's. I don't have any... I probably like them a little bit more, to be honest, but... I grew up with uh, the miniseries. Me too. And, yeah, and loved it. Still love it. But if you... <laughs> uh, if you were to put me on a, uh, a desert island and you're like, you could either watch the It miniseries or It's Chapter 1 and 2, I'm picking Chapter 1 and 2. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just I get, I get way more out of it. The second half of that miniseries is so – not a struggle. It's not a struggle to get through. It's just I enjoy It Chapter 2 as much as it chapter one mm-hmm. I can't say the same about the miniseries which is broken up into two segments mm-hmm. the miniseries stays a little bit more true to the to the novel in how it tells the story jumping back and forth gotcha. and where it all except in the novel everything converges mm-hmm. so neither neither telling the TV or the theatrical got that right gotcha but we're running through uh, it all of a sudden. Hmm. I wanted to know your origins of getting into horror and also to this day as a grown-up. Mm-hmm. From your childhood to now, yeah. if you if you can take take some time if you need to, let's just narrow it down to three. If you can do more, that's fine. Mm-hmm. But what would, what would you say would be the three films, not shows, mm-hmm. three films that scared you the most? And this is just... It could even be a movie that don't scare you now, yeah. but as a kid, it's like, no, this fucked me up mm-hmm. so bad that the thought of it scaring yeah. me was like, whoa. Yeah. Oh, okay. Jeepers Creepers. First one? First one. That motherfucker sneaking and with the song you playing. You can't fucking stop it. And the fact that the director diddled kids. Dude. No, okay, let's leave that out. Fucking Sibley-ass bitch. <laughs> Sibley, you fucking... <laughs> Child molester and racist oh, motherfuckers. Shit. You better fix yeah. that roof next time yeah. in a timely fashion. Please and thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Oh, <laughs> we gotta get Moana up in here. Disney the Jew hater. Oh, bring it all together. Palestine, Israel, fucking carpet bomb everything. Oh shit. The whole world. The whole world. Yeah, that's how we went. Just now. Just now. Tangent like a motherfucker. Uh, so Jeepers Creeper. I'm trying to think of. What else? I can give you some. Yeah, give me give me some lists. Since that scared me as a kid. Yeah. Friday the Thirteenth Part Eight. Jason okay. Takes Manhattan gotcha. scared the fuck out of me as a kid. Mm-hmm. OG Evil Dead, OG Texas Chainsaw mm-hmm. goes without saying. Still my two favorite horror films of all time. Um, The Blair Witch Project. Because back when that film came out, I think I had that one to my list. Dude. Yes. yes. When that came out. We all thought that was real. I, I did. We all did. No, no, no. It was that was the whole problem because it was <laughs> it problem. was the problem. Yeah. yeah. The marketing and how they did the movie was the first of its kind for the time. Yeah. Because I was gonna say Texas Chainsaw was marketed the same way. Okay. That it was real. 
a real well based on a real story. I got you. This, Blair this Witch. Was, no, you're right. It yeah. was it's like this is the real story, yeah. motherfucker. Yeah. This we is found the story. You're watching it. We found it. This is found footage. It was literally like the first like found footage that I remember anyway. Yeah, no, well, Cannibal Holocaust did okay. it, but but not like this. I got you. Cannibal Holocaust was like in the film mm-hmm. we found this footage. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Blair Witch was legit. Yeah. We found this footage of yeah. these kids. And they did a, such a good job of just leveling the suspense and you never see her but you see the the shit. <laughs> and then they still leave you guessing. The atmosphere of that film. This people, is a, people were guessing about that film until the second one came out and they fucked it all up. Well, I'll agree kind of. to I'll agree to disagree on the second film being I'm not gonna say it's perfect at all. But I, I think I need to rewatch it, I guess. It felt like a movie movie. It is. Oh yeah. no, 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 no. It totally it was meant to be. Yeah. It was meant to be a movie movie. But uh Okay, I'll say I'll i you know, I'm gonna shelve my yeah, Blair Witch two thing. That's fine. To say that when Blair Witch One came out, we thought it was a real thing and we would rent this film mm-hmm. and be like like scaring ourselves silly over and over again, mm-hmm. uh, me and Hunter or whatever, um, mostly back then. But we would watch this and freak the fuck out. And I think um, this the Blair Witch doesn't get enough credit for, in my opinion, isn't it's not jump scare after jump scare. Mm-hmm. That movie actually builds atmosphere and dread from frame one. In a lot of ways, um, I would actually like to do a deep dive of that movie one day uh, on the nightclub. But okay. <laughs> I, I've got more names for you now. More names? I had to look, but yeah. Oh, more films? Mm-hmm. Oh shit! Well, lay them on me. Lay them on you. Okay. So obviously, the Science of the Lambs was a 1991 flick. Yeah. And Hopkins. Hopkins, bro. I mean, that's. The whole movie didn't scare me, but him, like I said, that maniacal intelligence that is very much possible from the human condition. Creepy. It's so creepy, and, and you even know that it could exist. Uh-huh. It's not like a, an alien out of space where you're just like, oh, that's just fiction. This is like, this is very much possibility. It's the it's like the human aspect yes. of it, of like, this a person can be this way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The next one. And I forgot about it. I didn't even realize this was a, a late nineties movie, The Ring. Yeah, ninety nine, huh? Ninety eight. Ninety eight. Yeah. Gore Verbinski. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That one was scary. The girl oh. coming out the out the well. Fuck yeah, it you was. can't stop her. You you watch some random movie and now she's coming to fuck you up. And the VHS that you're watching is full of these creepy little segments. Yeah. I mean it's yeah. it's really awesome. Yeah. So Blair Witch was ninety nine. Yeah. Just to just to throw that out there, this one I kind of forgot about, and then now I'm like, oh shit, mimic. Never seen it. I think that is a. I need uh, to rewatch it. I think that is a Guillermo del Toro film, though, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, let me, let me, oh, yep. Yep. Yeah. Guillermo del Toro. That's his. I think that was his first Hollywood effort. Yeah. And I think it's got mixed uh, reactions. I need to w- watch it again to really give it a, a, a solid ranking. But, but, when you, but when you were younger, when I was scared a kid, the fuck out of you, it man. It scared the fuck out of me because it was about these gigantic cockroaches that would mimic people and kill them. Well, that sounds... And they were in the dark subway <laughs> and just hear the little... 
like fucking crawling all over the place. Like and like their shells evolved to look like a human face. Oh, that their does exo- sound their exoskeleton. Up. Yeah. Okay, this makes me want to watch it a little bit more. Yeah. I remember it being scary. I need to watch it because I have absolutely no idea now. Like, it's been a long time since I watched it, but I remember it scaring the shit out of me. So. So anyway, um, yeah, those movies definitely left an impression as far as scary is concerned. Yeah, I'm going to have to check out Mimic soon because I, I, I like to be a completionist when it comes to my directors. Mm-hmm. Um, if, if, if I'm into a director and they've made a certain amount of films, mm-hmm. I try to go through all of them. Yeah. Uh, most of my favorite ones I think I have, like Tarantino, Coen mm-hmm. Brothers, uh, Robert Rodriguez, Kevin Smith, the horror, some of the horror yeah. directors too. Yeah, like yeah. I'm working my way through John Carpenter. I haven't gotcha. seen everything, but he's one of my favorite horror directors. Del Toro, mm-hmm. um, who I would say is either always horror, if not horror adjacent, even Shape of Water, which won Best Picture yeah. at the Oscars, for whatever the fuck that means anymore. Uh, not much, but anyway. Yeah, it was horror adjacent. Yeah. It was based on um, the creature from the Black Lagoon. Mm-hmm. So imagine if Invisible Man from 2020 and uh, Shape of Water were part of a. Uh, Universal monster movies mm-hmm. universe that they're building. Yeah, and they they kind of tried. They redid the money. Yeah, they yeah they they tried with, that with Tom Cruise. What they call it? Universal Dark or something like that. Yeah, I forget. Or what Dark it was. Universe. Yeah, I think it was Dark Universe. And I haven't seen the Tom Cruise Mummy movie, so I can't speak it, on it. It wasn't bad. The the issue is, is they tried to pull some stuff from the the mummy with Brent with a uh, Fraser Brandon Fraser, um, the one and two, and I think the third one wasn't very good. It was like the Dragon King or some shit. I have no idea. They had Jet Li as the Dragon King. Uh, uh, but anyway, um, sounds kind of cool though. It wasn't a bad concept. I think the the movie itself was. Eh, I, I, th- I think what those movies suffered from more so than it because that was uh Stephen Summers who directed those movies. Um. Yeah. He also did Van Helsing, which I still love to this day. It's one of my, my favorite movies to watch is Van Helsing. It's not, it, not favorite in any other context, and I just enjoy watching it. It's a it fucking time. awesome movie. Yeah, I like the tone and everything. About everything it. about it's great. Yeah. I don't care what people say. Yeah. Love that movie too. That's a good movie. But I think that I think it's the same guy, and he he okay. made the Scorpion King films mm-hmm. or the Mummy there's films. A, there's a Scorpion King film. There's yeah, one, I believe. I think what those movies got some flack for, especially the sequels, not the original so much, his original, mm-hmm. but was the uh, overuse of CGI when yeah. it was still underdeveloped mm-hmm. and practical effects could have been used. Yeah. Um, that being said, though, Van Helsing, man. Come on, bro. It's great. It's fucking awesome, it's dude. Yeah. Starts in black and white, introduces the classic monsters, the, the werewolf. Frankenstein, Dracula, sets up the whole. Well, I think it. I think it just introduces. Yeah, right at the beginning. I think. I think the beginning of that film just introduces Dracula and Frankenstein. I don't think the the Wolfman even comes into it yet. But you get it in black and white, which would be rare for like a major studio, Mm -hmm. to who dumped. The budget of that film was over a hundred million dollars. Yeah, I can buy that. 
and that's back in 2004. This yeah. is for a horror adventure movie. Mm-hmm. Okay. Big budget studio film starring Hugh Jackman. If anyone hasn't Wait, seen Kate Beckinsale. Kate Beckinsale, who was in um, the Underworld oh, films. Yeah. With, so it's like she was really playing around in the horror adventure yeah. action yeah. realm. Yeah, she was playing a badass bitch. Is what she was playing. All the time. Yeah. She was good at it and very sexy. Her badassness did not stop no. movie to movie. Exactly. Um, she wore a tight corset mm-hmm. throughout the entirety of Van Helsing. Yeah. That really enhanced certain features. And you know what? I approve. Yeah. I hope it was comfortable for her. Hope so. Probably not. Yeah. Because, you know, of course it. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, man, you get all the, all, you get the main universal classic monsters in there. You know, you don't get the mummy. You don't get, uh, the creature from the Black Lagoon mm-hmm. or the Invisible Man or, uh, yeah, but. <sighs> It's a staple of of the genre. I consider one too. So Frankenstein's monster, Bram Stoker, uh, Bram Stoker's Dracula. I mean, you know what Bram is short for? What Abraham? Really? And he wrote the character Abraham Helsing. Wow. I so I that. guess he kind of maybe wanted to project himself onto that yeah, character. Yeah. Yeah. Huh, that's a fun fact. Abraham yeah. Stoker. He was like, I'm just Bram, bro. Yeah. No, you know my first letter, my name. Do you even shorten your name, bro? I've been <laughs> I've been doing the do you even, bro, throughout the whole episode. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. Um, but yeah, man, that else is awesome. The tour was awesome. It's got some good stuff. With the monster universe, I think that's what we're yeah kind of talking about. Well, the movie wasn't bad. It was yeah, the mummy. It was okay. With Tom Cruise. I feel like he was missing something. I need to watch it again to really... Because I went watching it in theaters, and it wasn't bad. It was just, missing not enough Tom Cruise as Les Grossman from Tropic Thunder. <laughs> Possibly Tom Cruise's greatest Bro, performance can, of all time. I can watch 30 minutes of him dancing. I know. As that. Apple bottom jeans, yeah, boots yeah, with the just, fur. Just the only reason I even know the lyrics to that song... Is because of that scene. Oh really? Yeah, it's I don't. Amazing. I don't know. I, I know it's that. It's an amazing scene. I know I that. Love it. What is that? Is that that ain't the same song as uh uh from the windows to no, the wall? No, it's not. Is that the same artist though? Because they sound uh, similar. No, I don't. No, because I think from the windows to the wall is Fifty Cent. <laughs> I don't know what the other one is. I, I wouldn't know. But um, spank that ass, Les. The movie wasn't bad. Yeah, Tom Cruise, yeah, Russell Crowe. Uh, I don't even know that. Russell Crowe plays Jack on High. Oh, he's in the new Mummy. Yeah. Okay, so a minute ago, I thought you meant in Van Helsing you get Jekyll and Hyde. Because you do. No, you do. In, in Van Helsing, there's Jekyll and Hyde in the beginning, like yeah. you said. Yeah. And then in the new Mummy, Russell Crowe plays in it. And you get kind of a, a side story. Because they don't really go in depth into what he is. Give it a 10 point scale rating. For the new mummy starring Tom Cruise and Russell Crowe as I need Jekyll to watch Hyde. it again, but I'd give it at least a 7. Wow. Alright. Wow. Now, so, that may be because I enjoy the lore so much. I don't uh, care. Yeah. I don't care why. Yeah. You give I mean, it a 7. Your, your well, I do values, care why. But the production value is good. The acting was good. That sounded ugly. <laughs> I meant what I meant yeah. was the fact that you rate it that way. Mm-hmm. 
Because I hear I only hear people bitch about the movie, and it makes me wonder. When I hear that many people bitch about a movie, it mm-hmm. makes me like I kind of want to see this movie. Yeah. yeah, which I mean I could see if someone was like six point five six, I could see it. I guess, but here's here's my thing. We're talking about it, and like I want to watch it again. Mm-hmm. So it's good enough for me to want to watch it again. Could take that. We're gonna have a double feature of the Belco experiment <laughs> and the Mummy. Yeah, the new Mummy, the Tom Cruise Mummy. Yeah, not that old black and white yeah. bullshit with Boris Carlo. Mm, that reminds me, the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Also. One of my favorites that is horror adjacent, at the very least. Never seen it. I know it's starring Sean Connor. Yeah. I can't do that. There's that a couple of Josh Hartnett's in it. Um, Whatever happened to him? Uh, he faded out of oblivion. He became like 30, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> 30? I'm just... He was very popular in his younger his younger days, so I don't know what happened. But um, I remember him in films like Wicker Park, which him and Matthew Lillard... Mm-hmm. Have you ever seen Wicker Park? Mm-hmm. It's a mystery thriller, romantic I mystery I mean, thriller. all you had to say was Matthew Lillard. I know, right? And I would be like, okay, I need to watch this. So you're going to have to text me the name of that. Isn't Matthew Lillard one of the most underrated, He's so good. underused actors of all He's time? He's so good. I think him and Homeboy from Cabin Fever, whose name escapes me right now, but he's the guy that plays Bert in mm-hmm. Cabin Fever, the mm-hmm. one that's like, come on, Jeff, let's go. Yeah. Come on, motherfucker. And he's the guy that gets fucking beat up by the pancakes, guys. I think that dude could be a, a great actor in the right roles as mm-hmm. well. I, I think if him and Matthew Lillard were in a movie with Steve Zahn, those three, I feel like would be a trifecta of, mm-hmm. of awesomeness. Yeah, Lillard's great. I mean, if you don't like him, that's your business, but I've always liked what he's done. He's been in so many great movies, too. We're talking about the guy that played Shaggy in the Scooby-Doo live-action films yeah. from the early 2000s, but... Also 13 Ghosts. Which he delivers in that performance. 13 Ghosts, SLC Punk. Probably his best performance is yeah. SLC Punk. Um, Hackers. Hell yeah. Hack the Planet. Hack the Planet! They're trashing us! Have you seen... Uh, well, yeah, you've seen Scream. Yeah. Yeah, so you've seen yeah, him in Scream. He was in Scream, too. Yeah. He's in a lot of good movies. I'm sure there's some other ones I've seen, too, but... If you haven't watched one of those five, go watch all five of them. I'm making some coffee on the show, <laughs> so for anyone out there, if Trev doesn't take this out, you're going to hear my curry yeah, in the yeah, background. Just going... Okay. But, okay, The League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Yeah. You need to watch it. It has Frankenstein's monster in it. It has uh, a vampire in it. It has what else? Okay, so you have Sean Connery, which he just plays an old guy. He once famously said, "I think it's okay to slap a woman," mm-hmm. and he meant it. He's Scottish, brother. I don't give a fuck. He meant it. He's from a different time. He is where, and he put it sometimes. Sometimes you give them like they they you give the he's meaning you give the woman the the win she wins mm-hmm. the argument and sometimes they still go on that wasn't enough so you slap them and he told that to Diane Sawyer really? in an interview yeah Damn. What, was she like sixty minutes or some shit yeah I think so yeah so she she's on there like 
like flabbergasted. Mm-hmm. Like I can't believe you're saying this and you mean it, bro. We're supposed to be homies. I'm a chick. Yeah, he don't give a fuck. And he died, not giving a fuck, because yeah. he died old and mm-hmm. and and getting away with all this yep. before the hashtag everything. I don't know. Before all that. YouTube. Before before hashtag YouTube live. Bono sings me too. <laughs> hashtag Fixie's Playground. Mm. Hashtag The Dark Tower starring Idris Elba. <laughs> yeah. My dude. Underrated, I predict, underrated fun adventure fantasy film that should have been made in the 80s but got made in the late 2010s. And was even if you read the source material, mm-hmm. ignore it, and just watch the movie and be like, if I saw this as a kid, this movie would be my shit because I wouldn't know what the fuck any of this stuff means, but I'd be diving into it to find out. Because, like, never a new story is based on a book. Yeah. You know? um, Labyrinth isn't. So you you just got nothing but the movie to go off. Yeah. Um. I'm using these 80s fantasy staples. No, that's cool. I, I'm tangenting. I don't even know why. No, that's cool. I went off hashtags. But I feel like Dark Tower, and I'm going to try to mention Dark Tower. Maybe we mentioned it on the first time I was on the show. I think we did. Yeah. Huge Dark Tower fan. Uh, both of us. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed the movie. A lot of fans did not. Mm-hmm. And I know why. But at the same time, I'm like, guys, divorce yourself from your preconceptions. Mm-hmm. Just take the film as an experience of a film. I know you go in with the bias. I yep. know. But what if you just watch it as is? Like, what if you just watch it and take it as a story itself? Does it work? Yeah. I think it does. Mm-hmm. I think McConaughey is fun and at times kind of creepy. I think Idris Elba's badass as hell. I think, uh, what's the kid's name? Tom Taylor? Oh, I forget his name. He played Jake. I thought he was more than serviceable. I thought he was actually pretty good in some scenes. Some scenes you could tell it was a child actor, but, yeah, you know. I mean, Consistency's not always there with the child actors. It's part of the charm sometimes, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think the events of the story and the and the effects for 2017 film more than hold up for the slightly lower budget end of a potential blockbuster. The movie only had da-da-da-da. Thirty-five million dollar budget. Really? That's pretty cheap. Yeah, it's pretty cheap. Because they're in all all things Dark Tower. That's I would have given them a bigger budget. Yeah, but you can't. Yeah. Not on a, not on a property that's this risky. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. who knows who's gonna like this Dark Tower? That's why even among Stephen King fans, Dark Tower is not even a big deal. I don't know why not. Because it's too crazy, man. It is crazy. It's I, too I, much. I understand. It's too all over the place. It's great, though. But if you dive in... It's great, though. It's the best. Yeah. yeah. We just... What was the other thing? Oh, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Mm-hmm. Invisible Man. Mm-hmm. Doing great. Yeah. Those were the other two I was thinking of. They were the other... Uh, and they have a vampire. Compadres. The vampire's not Dracula, but it's basically Dracula's bride, almost. Lestat. His gay bride. Because oh. we about that. About that life. About that Lestat. Getting with that drag. Because <laughs> oh, it, it, we talked about me reading the interview of the vampire. 
books mm-hmm. and and rice or, or i might have talked about it with no, we, sean did we talk about it too did. in our episode yeah. okay i'm pretty sure um lestat was gay in the books yeah yeah huh? okay and the, the problem is is Anne rice for whatever reason avoided pretty much anything sexual in the books like because I spoke about it I think with Sean was that as far as I could tell in the books like the vampires couldn't have sex they didn't have vampire genitalia they had genitalia but I don't think it worked um, because they would caress each other but they would never <laughs> like I'm not even saying like in a like a like let me grab your junk like at best they would rub like a face cheek or maybe touch a boob and then they would go suck on some blood because blood was like orgasmic towards toward them. It was basically if they were sucking blood, that's that was their sex. But the whole reason I'm pointing to that is because even when Lestat was a human before he got turned, him and his friend from the village who was like the rich guy went to a big city and they tried to make it, but they would stay together in the same bed and like it would always hint because they they love each other, but they'd always hint that they were more than just friends. They would never like outright say it. So, well, she she was writing those books in a time where, if you're gonna if you were gonna appeal to the masses, yeah, you're, you were you're gonna steer right. away it was from that. Very much ambiguous. Um, so you could take it either way, but I'm not, not gonna assume for for Anne Rice, but I think if she wrote them now, she probably I would think so. I would think so. Uh, J.K. Rowling it and be like is, Dumbledore is gay. Yeah. Hey. Hold on, real quick side tangent and a mm-hmm. tangent and a tangent and a mm-hmm. tangent. Why are people mad at J.K. Rowling? I'm stupid. Oh, because a they're stupid. B she stood up for regular women's rights, and she what she didn't outright say anything against trans people, but she made the argument that like women have been fighting to be recognized for so long. And so like an old school feminist. Yeah. She's an old school feminist who was who arguing about like the sports trans aspect and basically saying like women have spent all this time. It's the same, it's the same Joe Rogan thing. Yeah. yeah, yep. yeah. It's along those same lines. Yeah. Now, it might not all be the same because I didn't look heavy into what she was saying, yeah. but like they were basically going after her because she was champion regular women. And she wasn't even saying anything bad about trans people, but they took it as transphobic because they're stupid. Anything you do or say that does not fit the bill, mm-hmm. that doesn't fit the narrative or whatever, is you're racist, you're phobic, yeah, you're everything evil. Now the only the only J.K. Rowling. The only other argument is he's like I'm friends with a Jewish guy, and he said that she had a lot of anti-Semitic things. In her books, May, like, yeah, look at that house, softball, Dobby. Okay, if a Jewish person is going to point out, and I've seen this, mm-hmm. I've seen this, so mm-hmm. I'm only saying it. I'm not saying I looked at Dobby and thought yeah. Jew. I never did. I thought he was in a house elf. Yeah, but a, a, I saw a Jewish person claiming to be Jewish, mm-hmm. talking about how Dobby was a bad representation of Jews, and I was like, so you view yourself that way? Yeah. Well, and here, here's my thing about it because. Throughout the books, where the shoes, man. Through, throughout the yeah, throughout the books, <laughs> like 
categorically, Harry Potter is very much about fighting racism and oppression because muggles yeah. are basically like Jews. Oh, sure. Well, think about it. They're not pure. They're not pure blood. So, oh. so they they're basically vermin. I mean, damn. Da- See, I in my in my mm-hmm. innocence, I've never you never thought about it. Like that? No, I just thought, I always took it as like a like I took it as the magic users did look down on them, mm-hmm. but I took it so lightheartedly mm-hmm. and so part of a story. Yeah, yeah. That it never stuck in my asshole. To the point to where I had to get so mad about a fictitious story that I understand allegory could play into it. I understand there's metaphors, but you know what? It's a children's story. You fucking whiny fucks. And then this is I'll, where we're at on the yeah, Fixies playground. Yeah, yeah, we're getting we're getting angry. Now we're just bitter, we're bitter just motherfuckers, bitter, bitter old men, <laughs> bitter old white men, yeah. <laughs> complaining about people not realizing. Allegory. <laughs> 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 Fucking. Um, but, and then obviously, like, Dobby's a slave, but he gets freed, and there's also an entire group of students, SPEW, which is an acronym, but SPEW, which was basically to liberate, like, all house elves from indentured servitude. That's not even in the films, huh? It's not in the films. It's not in the, it's in the books, yeah. specifically. But there's, I don't like, remember that. Hermione Granger spearheads it. She's so like the, the, leader. The, fem- the female lead of the whole s- franchise, yeah. Yeah. the whole series. Yeah, the muggle who has magical powers. Is is empowering herself and others. Yes. And it's a... a to, to save a house elf or house elves. When they in, And in some cases, they don't even want to be saved because they're happy. But, like... <laughs> Like, you don't know. <laughs> well, the ones that work for Hogwarts get treated very well, so oh. there's only like some assholes who treat them like shit. So, like the fucking uh, Malfoy's Malfoy daddy. Yeah, yeah. Um, dude. The, the end of part two, probably the best ending of all the Chamber movies. Secrets. Yeah, yeah. And just to me, like when when Dobby's like, Dobby is free, and mm-hmm. then and then and then Malfoy's getting all daddy Malfoy's getting mm-hmm. all pissed. And Dobby's what he says? Um, what does the daddy do? Does he go to attack Harry? He goes to attack Harry, and he's like, "You won't attack my friend." He says something. something. Like, you won't attack my friend. I'm a free elf, and then like, and he, he uses his elf magic to to fuck him up. Yes, like, knock him off his feet or something like that. That part is like all this time, bro. All this time, I've been your little yeah. house elf. Yeah. But the whole time, I could have fucked your shit up. Yeah. And I'm like, damn, Dobby, why didn't you? you because he was born into well, a system that he just time, adhered to. At, at the time, he was magically binded. It's just in the book, voice. right? Yeah. Like, they kind of explain it. It's, in the movie, there? He had... I think no, I think in the book, they kind of explained it. Because the... The whole thing is, is he was magically bound to the Malfoys, so he had to listen to them. Like the magic wouldn't allow him to disobey, but once he was given the sock, he was no longer magically forced to do as they say. See, I don't remember. I know that in the what I remember in the films is that if an elf is presented with an article of clothing yeah. of their own, mm-hmm. that means you're free now. Mm-hmm. I don't remember, and I, I 
just not remembering. Yeah, yeah. I'm not saying it ain't in there. Mm-hmm. That that uh, there was magical uh, a, a bondness, a bond yeah, to magic. I, I want to say there's a magical bond like, in the books. I'm sure. Mm-hmm. In the films, I don't remember yeah, I that. Can't remember. It's been a long time since I've, I've read the books. But I do, I do love, I, and I, I say that kind of in not in jest, but like I do love that ending to part two. Harry Potter. That's a pretty badass ending. That's wow. a film franchise I really need to revisit one day. It's great, man. Only to even re- that story is great. Only to rewatch uh, films six and seven, part one, because it is, and I, I think seven two is good though. I love it. Yeah, I love seven part two. Yeah, um, but. There's been a handful of films that I've fallen asleep in the theaters on. Oh, really? Yeah, we talked about... Seven one, I could kind of see it. I fell asleep for six and seven one. Six. Ending of six, you have to watch. Well, I know I know that I, the ending you, I saw. Yeah, well, obviously. But the ending I saw, I woke I'm up for it. I remember the rest of the movie, though. It was boring to me. I fell asleep. Oh, okay. So that's that's the movie where he's hunting the Horcruxes with Dumbledore at the beginning. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know that the end is with Snape. Yeah. Yeah. And it's fucking brutal. It's one of the most badass plot twists. And you spoiled it for me before it happened. I'm sorry. You did. I'm sorry. Long before it happened. Oh, yeah. Long. When? When we were to go to New Jersey or? Oh, dude, yeah. Because like, I was reading it on my yeah, way up to New Jersey. Yeah, it was like this is back when maybe movie four or five oh, had yeah, come yeah, out. Yeah, maybe yeah. four. Yeah, yeah. And you were like, well, I'm not going to say it here for anyone out there. But you were like Snape, blah blah blah, and I was like, "Damn!" But at the time, I at the time for that, mm-hmm. didn't really care. That's probably why I told you. Yeah, because like could, you're never gonna watch it anyway, so fuck it. No, no, not you. that I wasn't gonna watch it. I was oh. big into it. Oh, okay. But for some reason, I think I was okay with you telling me yeah. about it. We probably had a conversation about it. Yeah. Because so. I'm big on not being spoiled. I usually don't spoil, so that's why I'm like, I don't know why I would. I probably said, yeah. let me know. Yeah. But, but I do remember you telling me mm-hmm. what was going to mm-hmm. happen. Yeah. And then being like, damn, yeah. I didn't even see that coming. Yeah, listeners, if you don't know by now, I mean, fuck y'all. Like, Snape's the best person in the world. Well, he's not, but he it's a great character. Towards the, yeah, knowing what he was doing the yeah. entire time. Yeah. There's a reason Harry Potter named his son after Severus. I'll put it that way. I think that's a good way to put it. Yeah. And and to see what we're talking about. He was about. an imperfect. He was an imperfect person who, in the end, made all the right decisions. In the end, not at the beginning. I'm saying his service to Dumbledore, yeah. and even after Dumbledore's death, mm-hmm. he still kept what he needed to keep up. Yes. And did the thing. Yeah. I love how you can go back, even in the films, because they, they did do the films right, mm-hmm. where they set up everything. Yeah, in, most in, of the stuff they left out was stuff they didn't need for the plot. So I can put it that way. Like, Spew wasn't necessary to the plot. Spew, the, the elf. Oh, the, yeah. The elf. And then, like, like Tom Bombadil with Lord of the Rings. Yeah. You don't yeah. need that. Or, like, the... the it's awesome, uh, but you don't need it. The Weasley's house. Like, I think in the, in the, the fourth or fifth movie, it wasn't right but it's fine. Like they had a whole uh, section of the movie where they're in like this fucking field with a bunch of like tall, like grass or some shit and they light it on fire and like they burn up the Weasley's house or whatever. In the movies, it it, it didn't happen in the books like that at all. Yes. I don't even remember that. That's what I'm saying. In the films. Okay. 
It, it's been a long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I have the Blu-ray set over there yeah. in, the, in the cabinet. Oh, I want to buy it. And then I want to buy the special edition Harry Potter, like all four, all of the books. Just to have. Angel's never going to listen to this? Mm-hmm. One day I'm going to get her like a really cool collection of the books, even if she never reads them, just so she has them because she's mm-hmm. a huge, huge Harry Potter fan. Yeah, um, a lot of people are. Um, I'm a fan of the films. Yeah. I want to watch them again. I'm probably never going to read the books. Nah, you don't need to. Not because I don't want to. I just probably won't it's get around to it. It's still hard to read like the first three because they're a little bit more toned down. They get more adult as the books progress. Because Which I of think the is tone. cool, and the films yeah. do the same yeah. thing. Well, Honestly, if you think about it, I mean, they're kids, they're 11 in the first book, and they get older, and as they get older, it becomes more mature with them. It's either, it's either, and I look at this like for even my own life, mm-hmm. the older you get from kid, from losing your innocence as a kid to getting older into your teens and young, young adult years, do you lose your innocence because the world's darkness seeps into your life, or... Did it just so happen that your situation got worse and worse and worse into where you were affected by the dark potential darkness of the world? I mean, I, I definitely because people are sheltered. I sometimes. definitely think it depends on the person. Um, I think for most kids, it's really just they weren't aware the world's they, darkness. Yes, yeah, they didn't have the capacity to even understand. I agree with that. So, um, because everything was honky dory. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's eventually they, they get the capacity to understand or they have it forced on them, one or the other. Mm. On that note, as I sip whiskey, we're trying to figure out, is the darkness pushed on you? Or do you become aware of the darkness? What is the context that's the theme, right? Mm-hmm. What do you think, man? you think this world is full of darkness, or do you think we create it? Do you think there's a there, – there, and I know we're going to get, like, real instinctual about it mm-hmm. to where, like, you know, we used to be smashing bones against bones yeah. and trying to lay claim to territory. Do you think that part is, 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 is wiped away enough to where we should – like I was saying earlier, come together, come together, and in, in, in seriousness, mm-hmm. all seriousness, come together and put aside some of the talking points that they want us to talk about. Mm-hmm. You think the world needs to go or, or, or is capable of going in that direction, or do you think the ultimate darkness is really there and it's always going to win? Because eventually, eventually, if everything goes the way it's mapped out to go mm-hmm. darkness wins man eventually all the stars fade the nurseries die out and the black holes evaporate and there's a void for you my outlook on that is very different no but just saying space yeah yeah and the projected space, model space itself but i'm using that models. as a metaphor yeah. for even humanity yeah um do we fade away too in time do we no. do we overcome i think we overcome yeah yeah i think our I think at the end of the day, the human race always strives for better. And I'm not saying better as necessarily good, but I'm just saying to improve on what our current situation is. So I definitely think, I think we're going to have to go through some fucked up shit before we get to some better shit. Even more fucked up? 
yeah, I think we're we're I I think as it stands right now, we're gonna see a lot worse shit before we see better. Like the, until we hit a point where things are a lot better. Um, because right now, you would think we don't, but there's not nearly as much as adversity as you would think. Um, or at least the adversity is there, but people aren't willing to use it and guide it. They're just trying to PC their way out of it <laughs> by saying, oh, that's no longer acceptable. We can't, we can't allow that to happen. So they're trying to negate it where I'd it say, never happened. Well, that's a small facet, but it, but it is a crucial part yeah. in, in it. Well, it's, it's, it's one of the, the major stepping stones of, of rolling downhill to something worse. It's like, it's like that little pebble that the, the boulder needs to get yeah. over. Yeah, if you're fostering a generation to not be able to handle things that are hard, you're fucking up. You're you're setting up setting them up for failure. And look, you raise your kids however you need to raise them, but they need adversity, they need a challenge, and, and they, love. And they they do need love, but love. they also have to go through some fucked up shit sometimes. And you have to accept that it's gonna happen whether you want it's, it to it's, or it's, not. It's not that I'm saying it. Yeah, and I made a face, and that's why Trev said that. Yeah, it's because. I think you should shelter your kids with love, not with lies. So show them the reality. Yes. But yes. let them know that there's don't. always someone out there who loves them. I think you said it right. Uh, to elaborate, you should shelter them with love. Yes. Mm -hmm. But don't shelter them from the truth either. Don't shelter them with lies. If shelter not, them with love. If you're not clever enough to, to find an adequate way to teach them, ask somebody. That's all I can say. It takes a village. It takes, and that's the other thing. You don't have to do it by yourself. Nope. Ask for help. Always. Always ask for help. They're, like our ancestors survived because they had a community, because they relied on their parents, because they relied on their neighbors, and we've lost that right now as a society. Most people don't know their neighbors. Mm -hmm. but they don't give a shit about their neighbors. They don't give a shit about helping other people. They see a car down, broken down on the side of the road. They're not going to stop for them. Like, and, and on the flip side, I see a lot of good. I see people that do these things. But the problem is, is it's swinging towards the lesser of caring about each other. And what we really want is for everyone to be prone to stop and help. For me, it's weird because it's like we live, we live in a time where it's never been better. This is the best time in history. For yeah. Humans. Yeah. Hands down. But it's also, it's, it's also what you're saying. It's like, but we have this disparity or, uh, where we're, 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 it's, it's the best time to be alive for so many reasons, but also mm -hmm. people are so willing. Look, we're not cutting each other's heads off on a yeah. daily basis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's why it's better. Mm -hmm. But socially, and this is where we, I think we need to grow is how we were talking about earlier and it's going way back talk to someone if you disagree be friendly mm -hmm. there's no need to be ugly yeah i know this is so cliche but i feel like it's fixie's playground and we need it we need to end it on a good but this is the premise of, nice yeah but that's the premise of america the, the idea behind of america was was to be a melting pot of all these different peoples who lived among each other even if they didn't agree because they put aside their own personal vendettas with their beliefs to agree on the foundations of America, which is the freedom of religion, the freedom of speech, 
you know, these tenets that our country was founded on because in other places of the world, those things didn't exist. Yeah. And I understand the whole, well, they were a bunch of slave owners and they were all white, but no, they framed, they framed it to where sooner or later, and I think they knew this. I don't think they were stupid people. I think they knew sooner or later it was going to encompass more than just white people. Mm-hmm. You know, now some of them were probably racist. Some of them didn't want that to happen. Oh, they were. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm just. But they were also of the time. Yeah. Um, I, 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 think, it. Yeah. I think they, I think some of them knew that somewhere down the road, it was going to get to the point where it's going to encompass more than just white people. Just, it's just the way it was framed. I mean, there's no question about it. Um, but those, those are the values, you know, and that's what America should be about. And the way the current mainstream's going, they're taking away from those tenets and champion lesser ideals that they think's right, but all it's doing is creating division. Some parts. Some parts. I don't no, think every part. Everything. I mean, I think some parts are very inclusive, and I think we should promote that. The horror community is mm-hmm. very inclusive while maintaining that hard-edged, we're going to make jokes about whatever the fuck yeah. we want, dark humor. Yeah. Well, but that's, but that's the thing. It's... And I don't understand why they can't do that because I'm in plenty of groups where it's like that. You're cordial with people. You can joke about crazy random things that an outsider would be like, oh, well, that's racist. Like, no, I'm just fucking joking. Like, the context of the situation isn't at all mean. So, like, why are you cherry-picking that one thing and creating a problem that doesn't exist? It's a virtue signal? Mm, Are you trying to look better? Are you, like... They are, but that's, that's a some, human some, thing. That's not even a SJW right. thing. But it's, it's not all that because look, you want to you want people to call out the bad shit, point at it, and say, "Okay, that's unacceptable. Let's not do that." That's how you can progress in society. The problem is, is you have a system that quite literally trains people to look for the bad all the time, and then call it out and then cancel them. Whether or not they're actually doing bad is besides the point. Like it's. Perceptions ridiculous. The elites have engineered, and they are shifting tactics. Pretty sure. Oh, definitely. Pretty sure. If, if, you, if, if anyone out there system. thinks there aren't intelligent people who understand psychology on a mass scale <laughs> out there manipulating everything you see and do and think, blah, 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 I would say, look into it. Yeah. I'm not saying it's real. Yeah. I'm just saying, look into it. You know, if you see some patterns, you know, who knows? But the ideas behind America. The freedom, Mm -hmm. the ultimate freedom to express yourself while not hurting anyone. Yep. The ideas behind America created the behind of America. That's me. (laughs) And that's you. Yep. We're the jackasses that are doing our thing. Yep. And trying to speak freely and truthfully on the playground and being nice to all the kids out there. All you kitty, 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 kiddo, kiddo, kitty, kiddos. (laughs) I can't even talk. Um... I'm going to have to call it an evening. Yeah, that's fine. I'm getting, I'm getting tired. But I'm very happy that I was part of the playground again. Yes. I hope to do a round number three. Yeah, we can, we can get one done in the future. Because I didn't hear no bell. <laughs> <laughs> that rocky shirt. Yeah, boy. So um, I don't have any current guests planned. I have some lined up, but there's nothing in stone. So hopefully we'll get another episode out in a couple weeks. Um, y'all enjoy folks yeah fun conversation
We were wild. We were wild in this episode. I had a lot of fun. I've been Travis Maxwell Boone. Um, you can, if you want to hear more of me, find me at uh, the nightclub. It's a podcast you can find on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Radio Public, TuneIn, pretty much anywhere you find podcasts. We have an official website, thenightclub.fireside.fm, and uh, we're on Instagram, Facebook, and the Slasher app. Mm -hmm. So check us out there and check out the Joe Blow Horror Show as mm -hmm. well on the previous mentioned apps and, you know. Podbean. Send the nightclub emails. They'll give you shit. You will get shit you if you send us emails. I'm just, I'm just letting you know. <laughs> also, just keep your ears open for torture. It's gonna happen. I can't wait for that. I promise. It's fun. I've been having fun recording. I wish I could be involved. I'm just so busy. Yeah. Oh, I understand. It's and it's a date. Like when we go to record, it's a date. It's a day, I imagine. Um. Other than that, y'all keep y'all ears tuned. Also. For um, the fantasy football podcast. I mean, H2 Magoo are gonna push out. It's called Fantasy Ambush. Hell yeah. Official name. We have an official logo too. Should be coming out soon. Nice. Next, next week or two, probably. We're gonna record Sunday and then again during the week. And then I'm gonna edit and try to push it out before next weekend. I will check out the show. Yeah. Yeah. Even though I don't No, you don't know anything. Care. About I don't even care. I'm gonna be honest, I don't even so care. The show's only gonna be about an hour long. But I'm gonna check episode. it out just to hear y'all talk. Each episode's about about an hour. So we're we're planning for like a crisp fifty minutes. I'm talking about the so, fantasy football, right? No, now. that's what I'm talking about. Like the last thing I wanna say too. Go ahead. Last thing I'm gonna say. Say it. Thank you for having me on the show. Yeah. And uh Fuck Sibley. Fuck Sibley. Yeah. And Hunter, if you're listening Sorry, I was a shitbag sometimes. And I love you, bud. Alrighty then, y'all. Good night. <laughs>